Production. Recorded live. Okay, welcome everybody to um, January 30th, 2016, Saturday Night Podcast. Um, we are a human rights organization. We help support and expose crimes directed at uh, targeted individuals. Our issues are organized stalking, electronic harassment, torture, non-consensual human experimentation, and much more. Please join our efforts exposing these crimes throughout the world. I do want to make a couple announcements this time because I want to be able to, if I'm going to do these calls, I want to be able to keep everybody updated and kind and to move forward. So um, for the announcements, support group meetings. Um, Oregon has a, a support group meeting February 6th and March 12th. It's at the Hollywood District Library. It's from 3.30 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. The address is 4040 Tillamook Street, Portland, Oregon. Contact Amy Dale, call number 971-207-3401. Another support group meeting in Seattle. They meet February 20th and March 2nd. Contact Curtis Kimball at 817-901-8720. Another contact is Laura Solway at 206-365-6139. And again, I'd like to clarify that I am not um, trying to be the president here. I'm just filling in until we get some organization and until things work themselves out. Um, the 800 line is up and running, and uh, and, and so I go. I try to go to where I can provide the most help. And um, and this 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 constant smear campaign with amongst our peers is, is really damaging. Um, you know when we should be really focusing on the solution, and that's all. I would do try to do my best in this um, in this upheaval of a mess that that the perps have created to try and do my best to bring you guys updated uh, information and uh, work with people that are trying to get our solutions and get uh, help for targeted individuals. That's my only motive. So, um, all right. So welcome to the call, everybody. And uh, is anyone from you know, South California here? They've got an update for us. The call's about the update with the FBI meeting. Hello, California. Welcome. Do you have an update? Hello? They got off the phone. All right. Well, if anyone wants to say hello, just pitch uh, star eight while we wait for some people. To give us an update. Welcome, California. Do you have any updates for the FBI meeting? Hi, Shelly. Um, can you tell us what you know about Ron Gilman? Yeah, um, I got an email. Um, she said that uh, um, it was sent by another target. Um, that he died yesterday. Um, they said it was from V2K and pain. 
Um, so, um, but they are um, looking at uh, funeral arrangements, and some GIs are going down there. And um, so our prayers are, are with everybody that um, you had two children. And so it's very sad, very sad that, we, that more of us have to die. Was he the one that was living with Betty and her T.I. they have? No, he was in Ocean Shores. Um, I think that's in Washington State. Oh, okay. So it's a different uh, one that uh, moved Gilman. to the house. Yes, okay. Yeah, on Gilman. So um, that's funny. I have, Texas didn't get... Um, <laughs> here we go. Oh, it's not funny. I'm sorry. Um, I just... Uh, seen it. Hi, Pete. Hi. I was just going to mention that Ron Gilman had died, too. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know and anything else? No, I actually just heard a little bit. You know, I know, like, I don't know if it was a year or more ago, he had a broken hip. And, you know, I never found out exactly what happened. But I I had spoken with uh, I, Derek, uh, Robert Duncan, and I spoke at the Super Soldier Summit. And Ronnie came, and that's when I met him. And he was a decent guy. Uh, yeah. The next year, I couldn't go. I didn't have money, and I, I know he went and spoke. Uh, you know, but... This is an advocate. Um, he just, I know, he, last time I heard him talk, he was telling the community that he got his um, Social Security um, disability for being a target. Um, so... That was, the, you know, I'm, I'm encouraging, not that I go out and encourage people to go out and try to get Social Security, but, um, you know, he, he was active. He was one of the first people that I try, I contacted um, and, and, you know, and, and actually answered their phone <laughs> when I uh, reached out a couple of years ago. Yeah, he was actually on Coast to Coast and everything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, I had also heard that... Uh, that he he got hundreds of people back on disability who had been kicked off, uh, and and that, that you know someone was telling me that that's how he be- uh, uh, began. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I talked to Derek last night. I did not know this person, but Derek said that he died in his sleep. Okay, he died in his sleep. That's what Derek said. Now, where, where he got the information from, I don't know. Evidently, he felt very close to him. So, yeah, yeah, yeah Derek, I, and him, and, and Kate Ryan, and uh, and uh, Robert Duncan, we were all there together. Very sad. So we just keep very. Uh, like he probably moved down to Ocean Shores to be, you know, because of the. Um, Grounding, you know, the ocean air, I think it, I, it's very helpful when I go up to, you know, I go the ocean, the salt water or something. I don't know. You go, you're always talking about water too, Peter, right? What's that? You're always talking about water. Uh, water for shielding, yeah. You know, not not so much salt water, though. Uh, but I was just reading the other day that, you know, pure water. And one experiment I saw, they had a beaker of distilled water. And they put two wires in there, and no current would pass. And then they only put a little bit of salt, very, very little, and current passed through the water. So, so you know, it was basically as reading that you know, pure water is a great attenuator to frequencies. So, 
But you know, a lot of people feel good going in the in the water. You know, it's uh, you know, whatever effect it has is comforting to people being targeted. But uh, nah. So no one heard what happened in California either, huh? I mean, I've spoken to the FBI uh, years ago. I spoke with the NIJ because uh, I I wrote them on their blog and said I can tell you how they kill with non-lethal weapons and and I hope Ron didn't go through that it's uh you know they use voice cloning of my daughter you know hearing her calling to me crying and and supposedly being tortured and and uh while they're screaming at me to jump out the window and hang myself you know that's diabolical I'm sorry you're going through that no, it was a long time ago, but it, you know it was tough and it, it was brutal. It's a psychological attack. Uh, you know, I, I hope Ron didn't go through something like that. Um, the one thing I want to mention—I don't know if you anybody knows who his girlfriend was, a girlfriend or wife—but if anybody knows her, evidently she just slipped out because she woke up in the morning and he was dead in bed. Oh, I don't know if any of you guys know her, but she might need some. Yeah. Um, Thank you for that. Yeah. I, I saw that, yes, he, his, well, he said he had an ex-wife, or I don't know what his recent situation was, and then, and then two children, I believe, two girls. So, um, uh, you know, an- another attack that I got was my heart raced 180 beats a minute when I went to sleep. And I woke up out of the sleep, and uh, Sean Stinn, you know, who we all know, uh, died of a heart attack at 42. And, uh, you know, it's another another way to kill someone. Uh, no, it's very sad. I mean, the, the only thing I, I feel good is that he doesn't have to go through it anymore, you know? Well, let's all let's all spend a minute to send some love to his loved ones that are still alive, and to send love and guidance and protection to him to get through the soul catcher traps that Robert Duncan talks about. And just know that your thoughts are going out in the universe, and we can help direct the course of events to go in in better directions than they might if we didn't. Just have a minute of focus on that. Is Derek on this call tonight? Who's he coming? Nowhere. Um, I can try. Looks like he's here. Is Derek here? I saw a packed moderator at one point. That's Joe. <laughs> I was Uh-oh. wondering how the meeting went at the church. Yeah. Let's see. Anybody from California on the call now that's got an update for us? Please hit star eight.
right. We can. Well, while we're waiting, I'll share with everybody that um, suddenly when I'm calling into TalkShoe, um, it's like a 50-50 chance that it's going to show up Texas. It's coming up as um, Nevada and California when I'm calling in from Texas. So I don't know how the perps are able to reroute things and make it appear that way. But uh, oh, and also non-member. Sometimes it'll come up non-member, and I'm not doing anything differently than I've ever done. I don't know if others are having that or if it's just lucky me. Are you calling in through Skype or anything like that? Nope, just a cell phone from Texas. Cell phone, yeah. It's always come up Texas, and uh, now it's starting to come up other things. Huh. Yeah, I've heard of that before, too. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm glad. A lot of rewriting well, going on. I hate to play the devil's advocate, but if things went well at the meeting, we would have somebody coming back with positive feedback. By yeah, them. I hope they had enough people show up with some at least halfway strong cases that could make some sense out of it. So they could, you know, oh, well, you know what I was saying earlier. Well, I had a conference call at the NIJ, National National Institute of Justice, and uh. So they said, you know, we can't open an investigation, you know, but we'll listen to you because we approve non-lethal weapons for law enforcement. And so we had a talk. And then uh, later I called and I spoke with their representative and uh, he knew me. He must have been at the conference call. And, you know, Peter, and we talked for a bit. And I says, you know, how do you guys rationalize V2K? And he said, "Well, you know, Peter, we we can't I we can't admit that, really. This, you know, this this was a long time ago. You know, maybe fourteen, thirteen. No, no. Uh, you know, two thousand so something. Would you say their hands are tied if they're in an alphabet well, agency? Well, you know, I think they're approving them, but you know, well, you know, I'm I can't remember exactly. They called me early in the morning as I was asleep." I probably told about the fourth suicide. You know, I might have mentioned where millimeter wave could, uh, you know, monitor your heart and breathing rate if, you know, you're being threatened or attacked. You know, how these things can become a system, you know, where uh, it's like the uh, LRAD weapon was designated a hailing device. And, and, uh, you know, but you add these weapons together and they become a weapon system, you know. Uh, then I remember calling the FBI, you know, a little bit after that. And I had spoke to one agent, and, you know, he passed me on to another one. And she said, uh, she said, oh, we don't have weapons like that. And I says, don't tell me you don't have them. I just spoke to an agent who said you did. And she says, but we only use them on foreign nationals. And what that goes along with is the FISA laws, where... When they first came out, you know, the Joint Terrorism Task Force and the FISA courts only went after, you know, was only supposed to go after foreign nationals thought to be spies. And then they turned it against the American people. Uh, I don't think a single one of us here is a foreign national. No, I know, but like I say, they they change it. It's what they call, uh, what do they call it, incrementalism? Awesome. They have a they have a loophole for everything. It's just the same thing where 
you know, they claimed uh, Iraq, I mean, uh, they claimed Saudi Arabia attacked us, but then they went over and attacked Iraq. It's it's nonstop loophole, loophole. No, well, they said, we're going to go against Al-Qaeda, and then we are the ones that end up getting homeland security. You know, you're a little off track, though, because let me just Not point really. out what they're doing. It's called gradualism. And so if they ever come out and said they wanted the FISA court to to uh, open surveillances and the surveillance that would become abusive on American people, they would never would have got voted in. But when they propose it as going after foreign spies, then it got voted in. And then it's well, a matter right. of changing it. And, and so the exact same thing as you are. Well, I'm just pointing out how they do it and how... As each little law gets passed, they're thought of in a bigger plan, and so get a law through and then alter the law. You know, it's uh, you know, it's like the NDA got through, and and you know, at this point they haven't used it. You know, basically on us, they haven't put us in camps, they haven't detained us, and you know, but the day may come. It's in well, they're place already now. starting. They're already starting with this enemy combatant thing. If you listen to the candidates that's running for uh, office, they're already talking about enemy combatants. So they basically, no matter what angle you look at, they got you because we're really the people that are fighting for the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, our human rights, just like uh, you know Pete and the Bundys were and the Hammonds. And we're the ones that are getting demonized. So they're they're just twisting everything around, and they're brainwashing the American people about ISIS and all this. And then they're thinking, oh, you know, they're already talking about war and what were you going to do to each candidate? What are you going to do to, you know, kill ISIS? Oh, so you, know, so you know what? I I was near Chicago and I could hear V2K, and it sounded like new people, different, you know, different V2K. And they were saying, I'm a patsy. That's all, you know. And the more I look at it is, you know, I was targeted like that. And and you have the want to to retaliate for being attacked like that. And then we have Myron May, we have Aaron Avalos. And then when they do retaliate, of course, it's always against the wrong people. And the V2K isn't truthful. And you don't really know who's behind your attack. Then they use that. You know, it was the war against terrorism, take away guns. It's all part of, we're part of this big plan. You know, but we're being tortured. And, you know, if we can't keep our heads and we do something stupid, then we uh, then we end up being a patsy and played into this whole game. You well, know, yeah, and think about it. Because um, taking away guns, how could... Okay, say if they were on the up and up, why would they get on the news and go, ISIS is a threat, ISIS is a threat, and then say we need to take away your guns? I mean, if they, if they were on the up and up, they would say, well, you, you know, we better have the American people get more guns so we can, you know. Uh, I mean, I mean, the problem is when we front this threat. There's no threat. They, they made up the threat. Well, I mean, ISIS and, is in another country. But what's happening here, you know, why are there shootings? You know, I mean, why? Because they, because we I'm have not too asking, many. I'm not asking it. What I'm trying to say is, when there is a shooting, it should be investigated. But normally, even like when Kennedy was killed, they killed the killer. 
you know, these these things are hidden. It's a, it's a big agenda. It's gradualism, one step at a time. And and we're patsies in the whole thing. I don't think there's anyone here that in any way warrants doing what they've done to us. But, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it went through the Pfizer court. And uh, I spoke to the ACLU, and they mentioned they're just a rubber stamp that, uh, you know, it only takes an accusation to put someone under surveillance and that they approve them all. Yeah, I guess a couple they've had modified, but they're basically not stopping any inve- any uh, investigation. And the question is, I remember people talking about it years ago, the surveillances were turning abusive with these weapons. I mean, even when you look at us, we are, they can see through our eyes. They can read our subvocal. They can read our heartbeat, our breathing rate. Hello? Hello. 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 Can I break in? This is Roseanne, and I'm on the road, just coming from the LA meeting. If you want to hear about it, yeah, I'd be glad yeah. to tell you about it. Okay. Um, there were about, I'd say, a hundred people attended. Um, I'd say ninety-five percent of those people were TIs. People came from about four or five different states. One woman drove all the way from Florida. Um, There were two FBI agents there. There were some excellent speakers. Um, The speakers um, from the uh, Civil Rights Organization, that speaker was absolutely wonderful, came out and just cited all kinds of factual information. Um, went on and on and on about everything going on. Um, several people spoke at length. Derek was there. Um, yeah. Is, that, is Derek on the call right now? I think he's probably in transit on the way home. I am Can you tell us how many people attended, please? I think there were about 100 people there. I didn't make wow. a head count. But I think I would guess about, no, I did make enough of a count to know that, you know, I kind of looked at a quarter of the room and I counted 25, you know, so I I didn't make a head count, but I would guess 100. Um, Did they make, did they say, you know, as as far as the overall, you know, did they say they were, uh, they were going to look into it? What was the FBI? What did the FBI say? Well, here's how it developed, you know. So there were three key speakers before the FBI caught up. The FBI, um, who was, you know, a nice guy. There were two of them. One spoke, the other did not. He got up. um, He said a few words, and immediately people started yelling from the room, telling him, you know, we're being Angry, tortured, yeah. you're right. not uh, dealing with this, uh, you're not acknowledging this, and people were very, very forceful. Um, more and more people started yelling out. The worst enemies, own enemies. Well, as it, was, it did get a little chaotic. At one point, the moderator had to say, okay, we're going to take it one by one. 
That's going to make it to where they don't do this for us anymore when people well, misbehave like that. The is really good at saying, listen, I'm not leaving until I hear from everybody who wants to speak. Mm. So we're going to take it one by one. There were many, many, many good uh, TIs there who said a lot of important things. And it was acknowledged by the FBI the agents that were there, that this was happening. Uh, a friend of mine who's actually driving right now uh, heard, overheard a conversation in which one of the agents said, with this many people coming out of office, this is gonna, this is real. What they did say was, we got a big problem here. We're only allowed to uh, investigate law-breaking. There's no law on the federal level. There is no law against the use of, of these weapons. That's not true. It falls under technology. I asked, this is Kathleen, I asked the judge three times about a penal code. There's no code, no, and it all falls under technology. So that's not true. Well, he was saying the first thing we have to do is get a law. And I tell you, you would have fit right in there because everybody was saying stuff like that to him. He was under fire. At one point, the moderator had to say, it does no good to attack this man because T.I.'s, you know, it was an aggressive crowd. Um, right. It, it, people were hurting. People are in pain. They're angry. They finally exactly. have to get T.I. right there. He can't go anywhere. And, you know, I, I, my comment was you cannot pass laws until you acknowledge that this is happening. We need a public acknowledgement that this is happening. We must, you know, as it stands, we are 5150 if we even talk about it. Well, that's not now. See, again, that's why my case is so important because I have a judge's ruling that acknowledges it. And 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 I don't know what happened with Amy. I'm going to call her and then that because apparently that something yeah, happened. Amy but, was there. You know, Amy spoke. But the I city, think. but that city, and I mean, there's a lot of things that um, do prove it now. So they can't. After Snowden, thank God for Snowden. You know, because it made everybody aware that people can be tracked and their phones can be hacked. And you well, know, Kathleen, why didn't so, you go to the meeting? I didn't. I'll tell you exactly why I didn't go. Because when I heard um, him talking on the phone, I called him. And um, it, it sounded like he was in a bar. And um, he said, I don't want to hear about it. And I said, oh. And he hung up. And so I called back, and I said, this is Kathleen Watterson. I just wanted to tell you about a case. Um, and I read him the first line. I said, please give me a call back. I don't know what's going on. It may be having a bad day or whatever. And so um, I didn't hear anything after that. And so I figured, well, what a great way to get us. You know, the FBI is coming. But it Anyways, sounds like it there was. There was about an hour of vigorous drilling by the TIs. I mean, it was vigorous. And um, an order almost, you know, I mean, there were several calls to order because um, people were yelling out loud. Yeah. Um, we're being tortured. You're doing nothing. This is bullshit. It, you know, and it, 
it was almost unruly. And that's uh, the problem. That's what happens all the time. I took eleven people to the courthouse, um, right. to the sheriff. So it's right next to the courthouse, and one right. of them said, "Attack the policeman." What are you doing this to us for? What are you, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, yeah I know. And and that's why um, I forget her name um, was doing really helping us with articles and stuff. And she said, TIs are the most difficult people. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. And so she stopped, you know, and she she's at, was on a national level. And, you know, TIs have this, this, this thing about, and I, I get it, I really get it, but it's just not, how we're going to get anywhere. Just because you're a TI, that doesn't mean you have the right to survive in any way you can. Then can we hear more about the media? Can we hear more yeah. about what we're well, Okay, so the question and answer uh, period lasted about an hour. Everybody was allowed to speak who wanted to speak. There were a lot of great activists there. Um, there were people there saying, we have to take it to the streets. This is militant. They were militant. Um, I've got Jeanette with me. She might pipe in with a little, few observations of her own. We just pulled off the road after hey, a horrendous drive. Can you LA hear me? Traffic. Huh? Oh, yeah. it's, it's Barb. Can I ask you a question? If yeah. it was a public meeting, why were ninety-eight percent people targets? Where were the? Where was? Where were the rest of the people? You know, you had sure. mentioned the flyer went out and. I'm just curious where 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 where's, where was the public? Well, there were a couple of people of, uh, that spoke that were non TIs, and they were listening. We, you know, we we don't know for sure how many were TIs. At one point, yeah, at one point, somebody said how many are TIs in the audience, and I would say most of the room raised their hands. And yeah, I, mean, I was. We should have made, I mean, if we're going to go down and do an event like that, I mean, maybe just a couple hours before you, they can pick a place to, to actual do some, uh, um, you know, awareness, you know, picket signs or, or, or rallying or passing out flyers or something. Um, because it sounds a little contained, you know. It sounds, you, well, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's like you were public awareness, but it's a good thing, I think, that TI showed up in numbers. That's very It almost sounds fixed. I mean, if yeah, it was well, a public I mean, meeting. But, you know, so we, it, the more chances we, we get to, and we um, move forward, maybe work some more with the with the church groups and stuff, um, we become educated, and I think we can learn to, to better uh, educate, you know, uh, you know, make it more than a, a, just a, a target showing up. You know, we should focus on, um, you know, using our time wisely while we're down there, where we're getting together and doing these um, functions. So, well, they're yeah. going to have more meetings at the same venue. Yeah. This isn't the last of the meetings about this. It's there are going to be more with the FBI. Um, yeah, and uh, this man was really, um, he was, I want to say viciously attacked, um, but it wasn't quite that bad. So what was his reaction? How did he react to that? His, he reacted very, very well. Wow. He mm-hmm. said um, he kept his cool. He was very friendly. Um, he acknowledged the problem, which is big. Yeah. And we have, we have his name. Okay? He acknowledged the problem, and he said, you have to realize the restrictions that we are under. 
what we can do and what we can't do. You know, and, um, you know, he was very friendly and um, calm throughout the whole meeting, but he didn't really say, okay, here's how to fix it. And, you know, I think seriously he didn't know how to fix it. And he was thinking that, um, you know, there wasn't like that sort of, I think he was a good guy. There wasn't like that protocol. Like first you do oh, this. It's, it's, he's gathering information. He's going to bring it back this. to the office and they'll, you know, and they have to he discuss it. He took a lot this. of information. Oh, the, the TIs were great. So many of them spoke and there they were two, two activists. Um, somebody brought him uh, John Hall's books um, okay. to read. Um, we all gave the, them information. We talked for a long time. It was probably longer than an hour. It probably went on for a couple of hours about, you know, just what's happening in our lives and how we're being shut down whenever we try to get help, you know, uh, and nobody is helping us, you know. Nobody's helping us. Who do we go to? How do I we have- deal with it? I have a question about, you said, he said we're under uh, restrictions. Um, by the way, I'm a PI from Georgia, Cheryl. But um, okay. what, I hope you all asked the questions. It seems to be what should have come up is what are the restrictions. If he's saying he's under restrictions and he's with the FBI, which we've been told that the FBI plays a part in this by uh, getting private citizens to join this uh, InfraGuard and the whole right. story, I don't know if you all know about that, but some of you do, right. I'm sure. So what what are the restrictions? I hope y'all grilled him on on that kind of. Well, thing. He, yeah, he was basically saying that the laws need to be in place that protect the citizens from everything happening that you're talking about, meaning the TIs. Um, it has to be a uh, you know what they're looking at is. Um, protecting the citizens across the country. It it couldn't be a local civic matter. Um, You know, but he was saying, oh, we deal with that. You know, a lot of TIs were, you know, there wasn't, because of the emotion in the room and the anger from the TIs, it wasn't a really smooth, cohesive meeting. People were just shooting comments and and, mm-hmm. and questions without even waiting their turn. Um, the moderator did, you know, bring the house to order, and and one by one people were um, doing this and um, you know asking questions, but um, it sort of got in the way of uh, a, a real. Well, did they talk uh, about things like hacking and things like that where there yeah, are huge loss? got up. All the, yeah, talked about hacking, stalking. Uh, most of it was about the weaponry. And yeah, because if we get kind of like how they got whoever that gangster was, they got him through taxes. Well, let's get him through the hacking, and now they're getting in their computers and wrecking them. And our yeah, bank no, account. They said, yeah. They said they definitely dealt with that, and... Um, Jeanette, the woman I'm with, 
said, well, you didn't deal with my case of hacking. My bank account was hacked, and I had proof, and you told me to get a, a, a PI, you know, and there was no answer to that. Um, oh, and, and, and excuse me about the computers. It's a real joke, too. What we need, we need people that have specialties in our group, like computer forensics. We need lawyers. We need, we need people that can help us, and especially because we're ruined, most of the, a lot of us, financially, okay, and they know that. And I found out to get two computers. I have had six computers hacked into since last September. Right. They made me lose my job. Right. I have to use my job, my computer for work. Right. I don't have a job right. now because of their bullshit. And then they yeah. tell me this, this guy that used to work for the FBI that could do forensics, well, he wanted a cool $3,000 to do forensics on two computers, okay? Yeah, so somebody, okay. yeah. so that's what I we're dealing with, to too. Say, Jeanette and I are exhausted. We just came through horrendous traffic in L.A., and we need... Okay, we need to get a coffee and pull off the road soon and eat. No, we're exhausted. We've been driving for days and days. But it was worth Well, thank you, uh, Roseanne, for that update. But I that's, wanted that's, to say thank that, you. yeah, I just wanted to give you an idea. I think it was a good meeting. Um, uh, most, of the, ooh, most of the conversation was about the fact that we are being assaulted with weaponry. That was the biggest subject of the evening. And he said, well, each state has laws on the books about assault. And he was talking about, oh, then he was getting into, oh, you need to vote for your representative. That's your power. And we're like, look at that. Are you even listening to us? We're being assaulted daily. This, I'll be right there. This, the middle one. Okay, thank you. This needs to happen now. We don't have time to elect a representative. Half of us might not even, you know, survive. You don't right. understand what we're going through. And, you know, he was just, you know, kind of shaking his head and saying, okay, you know, I get it, I get it. Um, you know, uh, I'll, I'll take all this information and um, we can meet again. And he was noncommittal. He was not saying, I'm going to fix this. And I went up to him after the meeting and I said, look, I said, you're telling us your hands are tied. You have to, um, you know, follow protocol and all that. But I said, The first thing you can do for TIs is to acknowledge the problem publicly. You know, that would pave the way for us because we are being detained in psychiatric institutes, institutions, if we even mention this. You're sitting here acknowledging that you have a crowd before you of intelligent people who are most likely telling the truth. You need to do something with that. You need to do something with that knowledge. If your job is to protect the citizens of this country, then you need to do something with that. And I said, what would you, how would you advise your daughter if she was a targeted individual? And that's, he he did a total Uh, pop-up. He said, 
Anyways, he said I would have her tell her that her power is in voting, and at that point, I just watched. Oh, out please! Oh, God! Oh. <laughs> well, you know, so, did anyone's American? I need to get a call. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get off the call. Did someone <laughs> film this? Roseanne, can yeah, I ask? It was. That's uh, really laughable. That part. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hey, was, hey, is Derek on the call now? Uh, yeah. Most likely, Derek. Uh, Welcome. Ro- uh, Roseanne, can uh, I ask a question before you leave? Yeah. Okay. Well, Derek's here. Um, I'm I'm pretty sensitive, and I was kind of like tuning into this thing all day, and what I felt, and I so I want to ask you what you think the possibility might be. It felt to me like I feel when I'm getting. <laughs> And so my question to you is, do you suppose that that you guys were getting blasted and that's why it got out of control? Because I felt that same kind of energy. I know you might think I'm all crazy. I had, no, no, I had the same thought. It, it had that energy to it. Absolutely did. The whole time. I kept tuning in every 20 minutes. I left you a message. I said, what's going on there? It's really intense. Okay, can guys, uh, hold on, guys. Um, it was chaotic, and um, I can only stay on for a few minutes because I'm driving. But it was a golden meeting. We had a very golden opportunity today. What happened was this guy was a gem. He was very patient with everybody that was yelling at him, that was angry. I mean, it was just like... You had a pot that had been waiting, that had been boiling and waiting to be open, and everything came spilling out. You know, people were talking, you know, over each other and speaking, you know, yelling. They were on mic. They were yelling out of turn. So, but he was very patient. And what happened was that he taught us how to approach the FBI. Basically, what we have been doing in the past is that we've been coming to the FBI and saying, they're targeting us this way, we're getting these frequencies. It's our neighbors, it's, it's the CIA, it's the NSA, they're, they're, um, uh, they're keeping us up at night, and what, and what, et cetera, and what have you. But what he said, though, was, the way you approach us is that you identify the federal laws that are being violated. And uh, I had to approach him after the meeting to to have this conversation with him. And I said, you said that if we were to come as a group, that you would have a look at what we have to uh, present to you. I said, is that correct? And I pointed out to him that um, there there are interstate stalking laws, that that is a federal law. And he acknowledged that. With a life sentence, by the way. If we were to, uh, just a second, if we were to gather the eyes together and identify the federal laws that are being violated and collectively present this information to you, would you have a look at it? And he said yes. So that was the way, that conversation was the, the clincher for me in this event. It taught me, he taught me, how we need to approach the FBI. So um, what we're going to need to do, and we'll talk about this Monday at the call, 
is get our legal people together, get those who know about law and identify the federal laws, because that's all that they deal with, the federal laws that are being violated, present them with those laws, and whatever evidence is happening that shows that these laws are being violated. That's what he taught us how to do. So um, he gave me his contact information. Um, I have his address. I have his telephone number. We'll talk about this on Monday. I'm driving. I can't really stay on. But we do have a plan of action and a way forward. It was a positive meeting, and it was one step forward, guys, and how to deal with the situation. And ultimately, the goal is to get a national task force to address the situation. So we've got to organize. We've got to get our legal stuff together and present this information to this individual. He's very patient. He is very understanding. And he will listen to us. That sounds good. He did say, though, that there was no law against the weaponry. Didn't he, Derek? This is Roseanne. Excuse me, Derek. What's the FBI agent's name? Do you know? Uh, he gave me his name and his contact information. Yes, and, and what's his, what's his name? Uh, his last name was Williams, and I don't I don't remember his name, but I have it written down. And uh, what does I don't know if I should really tell all that on this call. Yeah. Because um, you, you reminded me of something. What I'll do is um, what we need to do is work on um, identifying what federal laws have been violated. That's how you approach the FBI. They are the national police, and he was saying that uh, if you can identify the laws that are being violated, that's what... That's what he uh, goes by. And if there aren't federal laws, then he says that that's what the vote is for. That's what you need to you need to talk to your legislators and create the laws. But Derek, uh, uh, Derek, Derek. twenty years creating laws, and that's what it's going to take on the uh, state and federal level. How about Does federal hate laws? Uh, hate laws against a federal crime. Hate law. Hate crimes are a federal law. Well, they are. So what you need to do is identify what hate crimes are being violated and what laws would be covered under domestic terrorism or whatever uh, other category that we can identify as being federal law. We need to identify all those laws that are being violated, okay? Those of you that study the law, that know legal, um, uh, itemize all these laws. We'll get them all together, and we'll get a case where these are being violated. Okay, and we'll present this to the, to the uh, FBI agent, MCBS said. So we're just we're going to work with one FBI agent? Are we, are we going to continue to work with, through the churches, or are we just going to focus on the one FBI agent? I, I mean, how do we, how do you, um, are we going to approach um, these um other group, other meetings to, that the FBI is, is sponsoring, or, or right. The good thing about this is um, that this is not a one-time meeting. They do plan um, with NATO. They are planning more of these meetings in the future, so that we can follow up with the information that we have presented. So, okay, 
So we hey, have Derek. a action guy. Derek. Not a one-time event. This was um, the start of a dialogue with the FBI. Okay? So, and someone also asked me about uh, the possibility of maybe doing something like this on the East Coast. But that is entirely possible. And, but I would suggest that you work through the, the contact that you have because he's somebody that may know someone on the East Coast that can work with those over there. So it always helps if you know someone. And that's how this meeting came about because Carton knew the FBI agents because of their work with an agent. And that's the only way that this public meeting came about. It allowed us to vent to them, and they showed us how to approach them to get them to work with them. Okay? So that's what happened. Okay, great. Great. Now, that that sounds good, and you you can't give the name and have 100 TIs calling them in. Yeah, right, exactly. You know, we've been through this before. Exactly, Pete, you're right. Don't don't anybody contact the agent. Let it come through Derek and the group that was there today. That's the worst I, I mean, I guess today, today there's the war crimes law. There's actually um, a war crimes uh, law and um, the Geneva Convention. So that should trump anything, uh, regardless of anything else. And then there's conspiracy law, which actually somebody was pointing out in the chat room, and they're absolutely right. Whatever laws that you can identify. Um, make a list of them, send me an email, and we'll start to gather these uh, federal violations, okay? Well, somebody start writing these down. The, the war crimes law and the conspiracy. Why don't, why, don't you, why don't you take the ball on that, and why don't you write them down as, as you're I can't, I can't, I can't. Derek, nice well, job today by you guys. Thank you so much. Okay, well, yeah, it was very, it was, it was chaotic, but at the same time, if you listen to what he had to say, he taught us how to deal with the FBI, and it was very empowering in that way. Um, I was able to speak with him personally to get this information, and that's what he shared with me, that if we got together, the one thing he said during the meeting was, if we got together as a group and presented this information to them, in terms of what laws are being violated, you will have a look at them. So um, that's you know, a first step, and that's really all we can ask for a first-time meeting. Yeah, I mean, it, it, sounds, yeah. it sounds good he had the patience. Uh, you know, we shouldn't be yelling at someone trying to help us. Right, know? right, right. Things got really out of hand, and, you know, a couple of guys walked up to the mic and just commented the mic and kind of took over the meeting. Um, and that was in, that almost led to a really uh, a confrontation. Um, so, but anyway, hopefully the next meeting will be more calm because it was just like pent up anger and frustration that just came to the surface and was vented. And that's what happened today. Um, because we've just not had, had any help. I mean, you can't, you just got to understand that. We've not had any help whatsoever. But here is someone that was talking to us that was now in a position to be of help. 
Did you take this where this can be put on the internet? On YouTube or something? Was it was it filmed? Anyway, I can only be on for a couple of minutes because I'm driving. I really can't stay on. But, uh, Derek, uh, I Derek, I this is uh, Derek. This is Nathan in Tucson. Was, is there any media outlets that are gonna gonna run a story on it? No, no. I mean, oh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't encounter any media. But, um, yeah, media probably, um, probably, maybe we can, uh, get to the media at some other point. Um, but anyway, um, it was an important meeting. And, um, I'll try to call in later, but that's all I can tell you at the moment. Okay? It's called, it's called... There was another law called Posse Comitata that they were not supposed to have any kind of army on uh, operating inside the United States of America. That was right. violated. Okay. Okay. List everything, guys. And so I'm just telling you. Monday, okay? I'm yeah. going to sign up for now, but we'll talk again soon. Thank you, Derek. Thanks to everybody. Right. That, Good job, you know, Derek. Thank you. Thank you very much to everybody that went and, and uh, as a group. And, and I think it's a powerful that they showed up, that, that many people showed up. I think Absolutely. it's a great beginning. Yeah. Thank you. My question is, doesn't the Constitution or anything matter here? Does anybody I know? Money. I think a lot of money is involved right. here. You know, is that's why we... You know, our constitutional laws are kind of taken are, are the back burner right now because right. It's, it's such a cash oh, cow. In other words, it doesn't matter. Ball. I mean, in other words, don't even bring it up. Shelly, I the got a question for you. You have to prove that your constitutional rights are being violated. You know, that's a very broad subject. What about right to privacy and all of that? Well, you, once have. again, you have to prove that. And, you know, he said, downright, he said, my job is to protect the American people and to secure their constitutional rights. Okay? So that would go under the heading of his job, but that's what you have to prove. Excuse you know, me, who, who, who said that? The FBI agent said that? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He did say that. Can you repeat that again? What did he say? He said his job was to protect the American people and to um, secure the constitutional rights. He said that. So, you know, if you can prove that your constitutional rights are being violated, and that would, you know, be, you know, that's something that would come under his jurisdiction. But but here's but, the thing. when you've got when you've got something like the Patriot Act or something like that, which kind of overrides your constitutional right, is it right. still? Do you go back to the constitutional right? Yeah. No, actually, if you read the Patriot Act, um. And the other acts, it says that it's not supposed to target American citizens. So it's supposed to be, um, they're supposed to be surveying foreigners, not American citizens. So there are pieces of that that we can use. Shelly. Shelly. Yeah, Nathan, hi. Yeah, hi, hi. I just, uh, I I guess what Derek was saying, that nobody, nobody reached out to any media outlets. No one reached out to the newspapers. 
any of the TV channels, any of the local channels. There was no one from the media there. Is anyone doing an outline of the meeting and, and getting a draft over to the newspapers, to the media, to the media outlets, to the TV stations? And, of course, no one's going to run it because it's classified and there's a gag order, but at least uh, that would be part of the information and part of, of just showing how insidious this whole program is and, I mean, torture. I mean, we don't torture our own people. So I'm just wondering if anyone plans on doing that and getting, a, a, like, a little release sent to those outlets. And obviously they're not going to run the story, but it's a pretty important thing if there's 100 Americans well, at a meeting I'm... and they're being tortured. You know, well, somebody, needs to, somebody needs that. to reach out because bottom but line, wait, 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 let me finish. The only yes. way this is going to get, we're going to get relief is through the media. That's the history of this country, bottom line. And if people don't start realizing that's the only way we're going to get safe, it's the only way we're going to get safe. The media runs the story, it goes viral, and we get relief, period. That's I my have, The media is owned by corporations who own, own the companies making the weapons. I have a suggestion. Um, and, uh, the organization that was sponsoring this meeting, they're very, very, very good. And especially the uh, the organizer, Harden, very, very, very good. He gets it. I would contact the organization and and uh, express what you're saying to them and maybe volunteer to help. Yeah, I think a couple of us talked about reaching out to the uh, the media in that area. I don't know if it was followed right. up with, but we did talk about it, and I think that that is an important avenue to follow up with. Absolutely, Nathan. Thank you. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah, basically this Somehow. organization is legitimate. Uh, it's, it's on our side. Hello? What's the name of the organization? What was the name Hello? of the organization? Do you remember? Yeah. Well, Hello? Okay, wait a minute. I'll give you the name. Hello? No, the also, people that sponsored Excuse me, just real, real quick, real quick. If you are unmuted and you have TV in the background, can you please hit star six? You're unmuted and you have TV in the background, please. Thank you so much. Okay, go ahead. Hey, I just, I just like to ask somebody if there is, is whoever is on chat. I don't have my computer here. Whoever's on chat, I'd like to ask somebody if they can pick up all of those notes off of the chat and start documenting. Um, all of the all of the laws that are being out there. Um, can someone raise their hand and, and say that they'll do that? Please. What was, what was the organization Warriors for Humanity? Okay. Okay. I I, I have uh, some information for you. There was someone filming the organization, and they were very very. Uh, militant uh, activists, and their name was Warriors for Humanity. They were TRs. The name of they want to go on the streets. They were filming it. Um, They would be right there with you if you want to get that video to expose it, to try to get media involved. Um, Very, very strong organization. They were going around the room getting uh, numbers and names from everybody so that they could organize uh, street protests 
Mm. Yeah. And they might have a website anyways. They were called Warriors for Humanity. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. Exactly. You know, basically, oh, I apologize. Let me uh, get up and work on this monitor. Hang on a minute. Fuck cock, you fucking cocksucker. <sighs> yeah, you fucking just, um, We can all get. I've got to get off. I'm in a restaurant. This is come- so, all right. Hello? So, that, uh, yeah, we. Uh, Hello? I know who's there. Yeah, so I'm um, sorry there? about that, you guys. Should, everybody should be muted now, except for a few. Please just start eight if you were talking. Jeez. Oh, ham. How's Who's your genitals ever smelt of cheese or ham? Has it? Who is my, it? It's, uh, it's Mark from Wales. Oh, okay. Yeah, All basically, right. I, I took my boxes down. I think you call them underwear over there. And it, I just overwhelmed by the smell of ham. Not like a ham okay. sandwich ham, but just a ham. Has any of you got any information? All right, so we're going to start completely over, I guess. And I just hit start eight if you were talking, and I will begin to um, start the unmute process one by one so that we're not um, getting off subject. Star eight, um, I'd like to hear more about the Lady Gloria that had um, video. Um, Did you hit star eight, please? Thank you very much. All right, thank you. I'm just getting rid of the nonsense here. So I heard of underwear and cheese. My goodness. Okay. Wow. Okay, so thank you. Welcome back. Let's see here. You want to update us about what um what your version was? Yvonne, hello, Edie. You know that you went to the call. I mean, you went to the um meeting. Can anyone add? Oh, hello. Can anyone hear me? Can anyone hear me? I would like to hear from somebody who was at the meeting, and yeah. if there were any whistleblowers there. I'd like to know if there were any police officers who are whistleblowers or army intelligence that are whistleblowers, anyone like that, like with the um, um, the meeting with the um, FBI, with the crack epidemic, this is that type of meeting. So I would like to know if there was someone <clears throat> that was there like that. Hey, do you know if uh, is anybody taking notes? Did anybody raise their hand, Shelley? Can anyone hear me? Hello? I can. I can hear you now. I couldn't a minute ago. Yes. I my okay, talk. I'd like to repeat what I said. I'd like to know if there were any whistleblowers at the meeting, such as what. Uh, persons that spoke up um, at the um, FBI meeting with LA residents regarding the crack epidemic. I would like to know if there were any 
ex-cops or um, any politicians or anybody like that that were uh, or that's what I would like to know. Anybody know um, uh, if there was know. anyone there like that? I know that. It's quite good, though. Hello? Hi. Hello? Hi. Hi. Who am I speaking to? Uh, my name is Cindy in California. You know, I Twittered yesterday, and I made mention of the the meeting that was going on. I went to all the news affiliates. I'm in Sacramento, and I went through Twitter and um, Twittered that that meeting was going to go on. I don't know if it helped um, with some of the leaders here in Sacramento and such, because I just think that it's important. I don't see why no news. Did anybody else contact any news affiliates in L.A.? Linda? Anyone? Linda. Can you hear me, Linda? 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 I guess they just shut down yes. the call. Linda? Linda? I don't know, but you know what? It may have been a good it may have been a good move that there was no media that showed up. If that was if it was that rowdy and unruly, at least everybody knows what the first meeting is and how they need to act for the second meeting. Linda. So I think it should think have been taken care of ahead of time, don't you think? Uh, I that, do that but, needed to be taken care of ahead of time. Yeah, but you know what, there's a lot of angry people. Well, I'm angry. I don't like my life shut down either. I don't like people observing me in my home Hello? neither. Hello? Okay, there's a conversation going. Hello? Hello? Yeah, you keep interrupting, sir. What, what can, what can it, oh, go ahead. You have a question about the um, Saturday night, about the FBI meeting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your question about the FBI meeting? Uh, my question is, there's a couple of questions I've got actually. Um, so, so, where are you from? Where, where you are? Where are you speaking from? Is it California? Yeah, it's happening in California. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of problems about here, to be honest. Um, I don't really know where to start, but um, FBI, massive problem. Yeah. But um, is it Linda? Linda? Is that is that Linda? No, it's not Linda. No, what's sorry, what's your name? I don't want to be rude. Her name's Shelly. Shelly. Oh, Shelly. Um Don't suck a fat cock. Oh wow. All right, it's getting out of hand here. So um Shelly. Yeah, I know. Hey, just hang on a second. I don't know where this uh obnoxious stuff is coming from, but We're going to... Shelly. Hi, Mr. Bill Handel. Yes, hi. Hi, Shell. Nice to speak to you again. Um, What I was wondering is, um, do you like pina colada? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to find out where you're at here on this. All all getting caught in the rain. Because... Uh, One other question. Um, (laughs) um, Do you finger your arsehole? Wow, wonderful. Okay, so I cannot figure out where he's calling from. Someone can get into TalkShoe Pro and figure out where he's at. Uh, we are going to go on start. Shelly, obviously, obviously this person feels threatened by the hopeful 
hopefully the advancements that we're making, these baby steps that we're making today. So uh, that just shows us, you know, that we're making, we're, we're doing well, Shelly. Good for you. Yeah, Thank yeah. you for your call tonight. Well, I, that was inappropriate. I apologize to anybody that heard that yucky stuff. Um, but you're right. It is, it is meant to throw us off. So uh, I'll get back to it. I don't even know where this goes. I, I am, you know, I see here. So I'm going to do it this way. Hello, Northeast California. Hi. Shelly, you know Hello. damn well where it's coming from. You're allowing him to say that shit. Uh, okay, yeah, there we go. I, I did not allow any of it. Trust me. So if you want to talk that way, it's more, we need to talk positive things. And if you guys don't like the call and you're having difficulties, please go somewhere else. Hi, Florida. Welcome to the call. Hi, Florida. Hello. Uh-huh. Hi, six, five, seven. to speak, please. Hi. Welcome to the call. Um, me or somebody else? Six five seven. Is that you? Yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my name's Becky, and I, you know, ever since I became aware of this and you know, traced it back through my life and know about it now. Whether I wanted to or not, I sure got a rude awakening. But besides all of that, a lot of history seems to be forgotten, you know, after about 20, 30 years. And a lot of things, we know that, that a lot of this stuff is left over from the Cold War. And that a lot of the infiltration into, you know, government seats, FBI's, places of high position, also happened during that time period. And maybe one of the reasons why it's not being addressed is because nobody that's taking those positions today remembers those times, except for maybe some veterans or some older people. When one person says, were there any whistleblowers, or apparently there weren't. Because maybe nobody even knows who's who anymore. I mean, maybe it's really gotten that bad, you know? Um, This stuff is old, and of course they've made it, they've upgraded the technology and made it all the more sinister and dangerous. But the roots of it started, you know, during the Cold War. And it could be some of the same infiltrators that were back in the 80s, you know, back in the 70s, back in some of our cases, way back almost from the day of our birth, you know, 49, 50, somewhere in there. You know, before it was actually the Cold War, before the war was actually over. So there could be, you know, people in the government seats that aren't really from this country or never even gave their allegiance to it. And the problem is they don't know who's, who's who themselves. They don't even know. And then the younger ones coming in, filling up those seats, they don't even remember. You know, they don't even know anything about the history of, you know, the Pacific War and what was going on or, you know, Cambodia or anything. I mean, they just don't even know, you know, about where some of this stuff originated and how it got as far as it's gotten today on U.S. soil. They they probably just don't even have a clue. And I'm sorry there weren't any whistleblowers there. Um, uh, the thing, obviously, is way out of hand, and 
I guess maybe, you know, and I'm really kind of sad. I was afraid that the TIs weren't going to be able to be diplomatic at, at any kind of a meeting. And sure enough, that was true. And that's very sad that that happened that way. But at well, least they got a little ground. Well, it is. It's a natural reaction uh, because, you know, we want to be heard. We want it to stop, but, you know, so... Um, but then if you become rowdy, then that doesn't help. Right. Well, yeah, but, you know, it's like, you know, I it probably, um, yeah, but it, it was like, you know, we we're demanding to be heard. I mean, uh, we have been shut down, you know, almost every corner that we turn. And um, so I, I, I can understand it. Um, you know, and then on top of the frequencies, I think they, you know, they can um, turn on and... Uh, um, but I'm glad it didn't escalate to that. I, I think it was, um, I think the FBI, um, to my understanding, understood that this was, a, you know, a concern and that uh, that we were angry. And, and you know, when, you, when you're talking from your heart, you know, you can't, compassion is right there. So, uh, you know, we are tortured victims and, uh, and uh, we, you know, we need help. And um, so... I think, and if we, if you're not mad about it, there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, um, True. I just wish that there was a way. I, I understand the guy hands were tied, and I was afraid of that, you know, because mm-hmm. I was afraid of that, and unfortunately it seems like it's true. And then also it's so very difficult for us to get this information from these attacks from the FCC or anything because apparently these a lot of these modulations aren't even within our um, permission to find them and they're being abused by people that have either got permission or they found a way to hack into that permission or a combination thereof. And we're just left in the dark. What do we have to work with? We can't prove it and they know it and that's right. that's what this whole pro that's what this whole program is about, you know? Right. Yeah. You know, okay, let's see. I'm going to open up a couple more people. Northwest California. Hi, welcome to the call. Hi, Northwest California. Do you have any input about the meetings? Sorry, was- sorry. I had myself muted. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do that all habitually. I know right. I was starting to talk about this, and Roseanne was starting to comment. But um, hearing it come up again, I really do want to say, and don't ask how I know this. But I really feel that that room was being blasted. Mm-hmm. And I know that a lot of targets lose it. We've had that experience with the board members, and we've all been through that. But I, I'm i sorry. I just can't believe that the whole room full of 100 people lost it without being influenced. It, it You right. know, mm-hmm. how do I put this? We all know that some people do, and it's very hard very hard to stay centered when you are being blasted with that anger energy. I, I agree. I mean, I've, it's happened, you know, more than once. Oh, yeah, but, uh, yeah. yeah. But I can, I can tell the difference. But what I'm trying to say is yeah. I have this just uncanny ability, believe it or not. I was tuning in all day to this meeting. And finally I went, what is going on? And so I have this way. I just felt the whole room. The whole room was I just know this was happening, was being blasted because it felt like what I feel like when I'm being blasted. 
Why didn't anybody? And, and I know that Roseanne was kind of starting. You know, she was starting. Yeah, to, I wish Roseanne would start eight again because I really. Well, she's three. probably eating. I think they thought yeah. it was a ten-hour yeah. drive, and I think it's a ten-hour drive. You know, so I'm sure uh-huh. they're exhausted. But you know, she was starting. She she was starting to say that she felt she she herself wondered if that was a possibility. And come on, that that ha- they're going to make that happen. They're going to make TIs all of them look like raving maniacs absolutely oh goal so that's all i want to say i just want to give that room full of people a little benefit of the doubt that's a hundred people that's a lot of people they all couldn't have lost it naturally that's what they do to the colts heaven's gate colt jonestown so beware if you're in a group of people Hi, uh, yeah, thank you. I know, uh, I think uh, most of us have experienced that, um, and especially when, uh, when we get together with other TIs, sometimes they really, um, I, uh, I, you know, I, I know for a fact, and it's not my imagination. But hi, someone had a question? They were starting to say something? Oh, hi, Shelly. Hi, this is Anita from Baltimore. Oh, hi, Anita. Welcome to the call. Thank you. Hi. Thank you. I wasn't able, obviously, to thank you for providing information because I was, um, you know, I'm in New York. I'm in Maryland, so I wasn't able to make the trip to California, obviously. But um, I think that from every experience that we do have, it's not always negative. We can always do better, of course, but something positive did come out of it because we did get to – uh, get our issues heard, and we know that our be- because we're targeted, our behavior can be controlled by the frequencies. We have to acknowledge that first, you know. And I've know I've, that has happened to me so many times, especially when I'm at work, where they're hitting me, uh, when I'm in a group of people, when I, you know, to see how I'm going to react. But what I got out of it is the need for to have a, a East Coast meeting with the FBI too, to piggyback on uh, what's happening in California. That we can't stop, despite what happened, we cannot stop this is because we have the momentum going. Uh, we have to get it going in in East, you know, this 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 side of the country also. So that's something that I'm going to try to spearhead on this side of the country with the FBI. I am aware of some of the our civil rights are being violated, our human rights are being violated. Someone said something about that it's not a law. If you look into it, um, uh, there's any if you're harming someone with a communication device, there are laws on the books, federal laws on the books against that. And also stalk, stalking, I've been stalked across the United States, of course, um, uh, stalking from interstate to state, um, housing, my housing rights, uh, as uh, being mobbed at work for intellectual property. All of those, those um, federal laws have been violated. My, one of my, um, one of my um, stalkers is also a FBI agent also who lives in my um, community who's violated my civil rights and my uh, constitutional rights. So um, we also have to be, as targeted individuals, we have to know the law probably even better than anyone else, um, you know, to what's happening with us. But I thank them. I thank Derek and whoever else and you guys for getting that together and also providing the information um, to us who were not able to make it to um, (laughs) California. 
Yeah, thank you, Anita. Thank you for your positivism. You always know how to. I've noticed that about you. You, you, you know, and you're right. To, and and that is a powerful tool to, to get us back on a, a positive note. And thank you for that. And I think, yes, I think it's important for the East Coast to start organizing. Um, you know, it, it's a great example of what you you know how we we can get some kind of things going activism, and I think it's a great start for. Um, for us to continue on our uh, mission to spread awareness. Right, we can't because, yeah, we know that um, because of our targeting or our programming, we have to always be aware uh, that, um, that, you know, the uh, COINTELPRO is always going to be into play in any of our things that that we do to get disinformation out there about us as targeted individuals, Shelly. We always have to think that that COINTELPRO is always being placed. And, and, you know, I think someone, I I don't know if it was Catherine or someone else said, or the lady people saying, you have to know our history. Anytime we unify, Think about that. A hundred TIs in a room today. That's positive. Absolutely. Yeah, from all over the country, despite their financial situation, despite their pain. And guess what? I probably would have been, if I was in the room after dealing with this for five years, I probably would have been like, come on, you know, so I can understand. Why, if I'm sitting in a room and this is the person, I want my voice to be heard, you know? So guess what? I can still understand the frustration. But what that's, I think what someone, the person said before, that lets us know, you know what? Okay, here's how, when we're in the room with these people, how we have to, um, uh, we have to check our behavior Double thought, okay, now I'm not going to also just protocol or how we're going to handle the meeting. Maybe that should have been said in the beginning. I'm just thinking about if we have a meeting here, we could always learn. Anita, you have a big black ass. Oh, come on. You know what I'm saying? Uh-uh, Shelly, Shelly, uh-uh, Shelly. Uh-uh. 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 Shelly, Shelly uh-uh. Uh, I keep, it's someone from California. I know. I know. Can I say something, too? Can I, can I say something? Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Sorry oh. about that. Go ahead. Can I? Okay. And let me let me just say this real quick. I'll be off in 30 seconds. If the lady who wants information from the chat, you can scroll and cut and paste that. And you can also go into Chat Grabber and you can download the whole chat there and print it out. And if she would like me to do that, um, if she wants to send me her email, I'll I'll do it for her and send it to her at memoir, M-E-M-O-I-R 65 at com, And the other thing is that if I I had sent an email to Derek and I had suggested that he use the RICO law, R-I-C-O, for for conspiracy, and that's an umbrella law. That covers all of the, everything else. That covers do, that covers... Harassment, stalking, you name it, it covers it all. Mm-hmm. Yes. What it does is it tells them that there's a crime being committed and that they have to investigate it, from mm-hmm. what I understand. Now, there could be other particulars to it that I don't understand, but that's pretty basic as far as I know. Um, and I think a, a conspiracy law it would be a really, really good place to 
to start. And there are women on here who are very, very knowledgeable about these laws and what's going on, and I'm just absolutely astonished at the information that these women have gathered together. Brilliant, brilliant, and I thank them all. I really thank them all and all that work that they've done. Thank you, Mimma, for for sharing that. Appreciate that. There are a lot of intelligent people, absolutely. You bet. Mm-hmm. And Corey also, Shelly, Corey, when he was on, he really hit the nail about when you're talking about our, obviously our constitutional rights have been violated. And you heard the FBI, their duty as national police. Remember during the Civil Rights Movement, even under that crazy lunatic, um, uh, whatever it is, Hoover, they had to come and investigate. The FBI had to come in and investigate because of the um, laws were being, that were being violated, uh, civil rights laws, uh, well, you know, the right, the uh, constitutional laws were, that were being violated. So we have to um, know our rights, know which laws are being violated, um, you know, um, are violated by these criminals, you know. And I was going to say also something to you, Shelley. You keep doing what you're doing. Thank you for being persistent with, um, you know, having the calls go on and just, you know, I, I don't like to give these people a minute of my time. Don't give them a minute of your energy. Just mute them. Thank you. I appreciate okay. that. Thank you, Shelley. Positivism, support. Uh, I don't plan on being here for long, forever. I don't want the job, you know, so, but until, hey, uh, you know, I will provide as much as I can, as much information. Go ahead. Hi. Welcome. Oh, Yeah. Does, do we have any connection, and I don't know if I'm thinking of the right person, but I just wrote, read Government of Wolves, this whitehead guy who's supposed to be one of the top civil rights lawyers. I wonder, under this circumstance, if he would help. Well, it wouldn't hurt to try. I mean, I, I don't know. Do we have a connection with this guy? Does anybody know him? I think I've heard Whitehead before. Yeah, he wrote the book Government of Wolves and is supposedly one of the top civil rights lawyers in the country. Now, I mean, he's aware of targeting. I mean, it's in his book. But, you know, I just thought he's a lawyer. And civil rights is this thing. He's going around representing people. I can answer that. Can you guys hear me? Hi, Nancy. Hi. Hi. Uh, yeah, this is Nancy in Texas, and I had gone to the Social Security office and was gang stalked by um, Homeland Security and the police. And so then I called Ken Rhodes, and he said he was on Pete Santilli's show and for me to call in right then. So I called in, and Pete was very disturbed by that. And um, he gave me John Whitehead's personal name and number and said to uh, say that I was recommended by him. So I called in and nothing, absolutely nothing. I got nowhere with him. And um, while I was being held at the state hospital, there was somebody in his office that uh, that one of the TIs um, was helping, trying to see what they could do. And there was nothing there's no help for TIs. When we're on this list, their hands are tied. Maybe the, maybe some of the people that are being targeted at lower ends or something might get somewhere. But, I mean, I had a personal recommendation 
from Pete Santilli over the air. And Pete didn't call me back. John Whitehead didn't call me back. We finally got a hold of that man. And he was like, oh, I'm glad to hear that you're out of the mental institution. And it's like just gave us um, just no, no direction. It's like, you know, but all these civil rights were violated. I've been financially raped. I'm being uh, stalked by um, all types of <laughs> different entities. And there's no help, at least in my case. They they did not help me at all. Well, I'm crossing them off my list. <laughs> you can try. That's all try. Just because it didn't work for me doesn't mean it won't work for you. Well, you know, sometimes you wonder. You read these books and, you know, you have to wonder how many of these people are just, you know, they're on the other side. Not everybody that writes a book that sounds good is really on our side. You know, I mean, these could be plants, absolutely. So I don't consider what you just said good information. I mean, it's good information. It's the truth. I hate to deliver bad news. I'm just talking oh, about, okay. in my case, what's happened. Now, I'm not saying anyone's a plant. I'm not pointing fingers. Because the psyops are so intense that it's really above our heads to figure out who's who. <laughs> it's really out of control. It really is. So when I hear something like that, I, I cross it off, you know. It's like, Nancy, it's like we have to find, and I think I may know an individual, and I don't remember his name. I know he's a targeted individual, and I know he's a lawyer. He was on one of the, I don't know if it wasn't on Peace and Tilly show, but I know he's a lawyer, and he um, is also a targeted individual. We really need to find someone who does have, you know, who can, who knows the law and who can represent us, you know. Help us represent ourselves, you know. They don't want to get involved, but they can at least put us in the right direction. Yes, know? that's right, that's right. There's no way we can come up with all this law stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you know what, we, we can't even, so we, guess what, we, we're going to have to find out. We're gonna to have to know, you know, if we guess what, if we can't know, we can't find someone to help us. We're gonna to have to help ourselves. Uh, Shelley, I'm listening. This is Lonnie in Washington, and I'm reminded of something Derek told us a few nights ago that the FBI does not have unlimited powers. It does not have the power to investigate another agency. I don't know whether that has to do with state, but. It, definitely not another federal agency. What they can do is investigate individuals, groups, um, businesses. They can, uh, they, some of these contractors and subcontractors, this sort of thing, they can, they can investigate that and protect us from that sort of thing. Um, and he was saying that that might be the, the abilities that we have in trying to figure out laws that the FBI can actually use and go against it. So that was what he was saying. And I'll bring up the D word here, another D word here. Darlene did tell us some time ago, way a long time ago, that there is a way to find out what contractors and subcontractors there are in your particular area. I don't have it in front of me, but if individuals want to do that, there is apparently a way you can do that. So that might be important for individual PIs. Okay, may I say something, please? 
Hello? Go ahead. Hi. Welcome. Yeah, I have some positive news, and I know, Shelley, that you like positive news. So um, I'm going to give you some positive news, and that is that the FBI, under no circumstances, would agree to meet with a group of TIs if they weren't trying to get information. Now, we have to go back to the experts, and the experts for us have been really helpful, Dr. John Hall, Robert Duncan, Dr. Robert Duncan, and um, who else? There's somebody else I'm trying to think of. Oh, Mark Phillips, the ex-CIA agent who Mark's, Mark Phillips was on um, Jesse Ventura's show about targeting. Now, all three of these gentlemen, including Mark Phillips and Robert Duncan, um, but those two were on the inside. So they were on the inside of the FBI, and uh, Robert Duncan, I believe, the NSA, he worked for a couple of them, and Mark Phillips. Now, we have to get a grip here to remember a few points that these experts have told us. They're the whistleblowers that we have to listen to. Now, I know there's a couple other FBI agents out there now, um, and Robert Duncan was talking to me about them a while back, well, and they are going to come forth and talk more about targeting in the future. Now, that's the key. The FBI, do not fool yourselves, targets, new targets or old targets. Do not be fooled. The FBI knows what's going on here. They are behind what's going on here. And the experts, Dr. Duncan, Mark Phillips, the other whistleblower FBI agents, are telling us it's the FBI, and we know this. Recently, Robert Duncan told me that the FBI, their covert operations, their budget for one year was $86 billion. Now, here's what the FBI does. Not every FBI agent, because I've talked to a boatload of them, not every FBI agent knows that the FBI has covert operations going on, and they don't. So when you call an FBI office, and I have and my friends have, they were told, don't even talk to me about this. It doesn't exist. So, so the FBI covert operations, to, or, or if you ask the FBI, am I on one of your lists? I've had the FBI tell me they don't even know who I am. However, the point being that Dr. Duncan said is we are a number and a name in the FBI covert files, and the FBI covert files do not exist. They do not exist. The our United States government will never admit they exist. We do not exist. If you called the NSA and said, oh, are we on this list or that list? We do not exist. We're covert. Now, that being said, the FBI, the regular FBI, knows that it's only a matter of time before more FBI, CIA, NSA whistleblowers, and people like Snowden come forth. It's just a matter of time. They're lined up out there, and they're going to come forth. 
So the regular FBI is starting, I see, starting to put out regular FBI agents to appease us targets and try, uh-huh. and try to be there to find out what we know, how much we know, et cetera. And they're going, you're going to see more and more of that because all it's going to take is two or three covert operatives to come forth, and they will. They will. They, you, in, in the past history of non-consensual human experimentation, it's come forth. Sometimes, like Dr. Duncan said, it's 20 or 30 years later. And but that's not going to happen in our because there's on too many people. Um, there's, they estimate Dr. Hall estimated there's half a million targets out there, and that means there's a lot of covert operations going on and a lot of people. I mean, it, it takes a good seven to fifteen people to watch you 24/7 and to target you. So if you take half a million people and you multiply that by 15 people that work around the clock to target you, to terrorize you, to mess with your life, there's one heck of a lot of handlers out there covertly. And they're going to come forth. And the United States government knows how embarrassing it's going to be to the rest of the world when it comes out that Americans are killing off their own people violently torturing torturing innocent Americans, men, women, and children to death. We're going to be the laughing stock of the rest of the world because we are high and mighty with our human rights. And we rush into other countries and kill off all their adversaries, this, that, and the other. Meanwhile, back on the home front, we're killing innocent people. So our government has a huge problem on their hands, and they're not going to stop the whistleblowers. They can't kill all the whistleblowers. And they know it's coming. So we can expect that you're going to see the mainline FBI filtering out more and more agents to try and, you know, appease us. Okay, we'll listen to this. We'll listen to that. We'll do this. We'll do that to bide their time and so that the government can figure out what to do when these whistleblowers come forth and or when mainstream news media picks it up. I'm almost done, but I have to tell you that I agree with Nathan. Um, The only possible real way to deal with this is news media, any kind of news media. And there are some of you TIs out there who have the energy and strength to – Get to the news media, whether you have to walk in by hand and deliver things to them because you can't do it by mail or email. But the more you get to any kind of news media, whether it's radio, uh, newspapers, um, pamphlets, flyers, um, etc., that is how it's going to force the government to come forth. And then when the whistleblowers come forth, then we will have a chance. And that's the way it has to be. And I have one more thing to say about all the dissension and everything that's gone on. I really think, I don't even know whose call this is tonight. I don't know if it's FFCHS or PACS or Citizens Against Technology or whatever. But let me tell you, as a longtime TI who's very ill 
And I've been told by, by Dr. Duncan that I have way outlived their expectations and should be dead, and I feel dead. I don't know how much longer I have left to live. But let me tell you, the three of you, the PACs, the Freedom, and the, the Citizens Against This, That, or the Other, put your egos aside, put them away, and come to the table together with what your best strengths, strengths are. Stop the fighting, stop the bickering, stop the control, stop all of it. And come together under the freedom and call it like it is. Okay? Call it like it is. If somebody has stolen money, okay, get over it. Let them apologize. Get over it. Have a forgiving heart and move on. But just don't put that person in, in a high-level position again. You know, but have them do advocacy or something. But all three groups must come together because the dissension is what the FBI is not stupid. And another thing Robert Duncan said, they personally hired, the regular FBI hires agents to infiltrate us. And they have for years. And they have for years. And they will continue. Because it will be the biggest embarrassment that the United States has ever had to overcome is what is what Dr. Hall, and Dr. Hall will tell you himself it's the FBI. He will tell you. He knows personally. And yeah. so it is the absolute biggest embarrassment our country is going to face. The politicians know it, and the whistleblowers. You, you think there's not whistleblowers out there who haven't infiltrated these covert files? They've infiltrated the covert files. They know who we are. It's, everything's going to come forth because you can't keep evil hidden forever. And the higher powers up there, whatever you believe in, they're going to make sure it comes forth. And our government knows it. And they've tried for years to shut us up, cover us up, but it's not going to work. They know it. And they're trying to prepare for what's coming. So good news. Thank you. I, I, I'd like to respond to that. I, I don't know who you are, but a lot of things that you've said have really clicked with me. You're, you're very good. Um, I never would have thought of what you just said. I've felt fishy about this meeting from the very get-go. It, 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 it's just a front. Like oh, but wait a minute. But what you say, really, it's brilliant. It's I mean, not. I wouldn't have thought of it, and it makes total it. sense. I've it just, makes total sense of also, what this meeting was me about. It. it really does, and I'm I also, never would have thought of it. Well, so I'm, I just want to thank you, and actually I'm, I want to thank you for a lot of things you said. You're very I'm, passionate. And and you think well. So I, thank you. Let me just, tell you, I appreciate you very much. I stay anonymous because I've had so many death threats. That's quite all right. And, I, and, but it isn't me that's saying it. I literally have been a TI a long time, and God promised me several years ago that before I left this earth, I would be able to connect the dots. Now, I haven't done that alone. I've had a lot of help from Derek, from Robert Duncan, from Dr. Hall, from Mark Phillips, from, you know, the list goes on. So the things I'm telling all of you are not coming from me as a TI. They're coming from connecting the dots of what is happening to all of us, to all of us. Good for you. And thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna give some some other people a chance to talk that have had their hands up. Um, so uh, if you just hang on a second, I do 
want to um, make sure that everybody gets a say, and and so I will not. Um, I'll let you stay on the line, but I'm going to unmute some other people. So thank you. Hi, Northwest um, Indiana. Welcome to the call. Yeah. Hi, Shelley. I I was asking the lady that just spoke. Um, I too want to chime in. You made some very good points, as well as uh, another woman from California, if the whistleblowers were present, was there taping? And I think someone says that. And then I wanted to know the name of that group that wanted to get out there and protest because both of these callers said something else. For this to really shake, rattle, and roll, we do need protesting that will bring your media. We need to copy that formula that's really working in Chicago. Exposure, then you get the public outrage, then you get your justice. Because who has 10 or 20 years to wait for laws, like that FBI guy I kept saying? that he would really tell his own child to enact, eradicate laws. Before the civil rights got in 1964, they also had, what, beforehand demonstrations and protests. And what did Dr. King really do by the peaceful protest? He had exposure by the protest. Then it was, what, seen on the media and TV. He got the public outrage. Then you got your justice. That would be a clean cut situation, or if not a massive lawsuit, anything that would bring media attention. We need all eyes looking at this. Exposure. Exposure. Media. I agree. Media. So I, I do like the ideals that Derek says, but I know that we're going through changes, and I feel more empowered than ever this year. I want to join on with as many groups as possible. I am not going to be led by one shepherd. I lead myself and want to align myself with many tribes. That's it. And we're all, I think we're all striving for the same thing, just to get us some help and to have it end. I agree. So however, however we, we uh, need to do that. Um, but I do like the idea of, of coming together for a common cause. And, uh, it, you know, there has to be someone else you go to for shielding or someone else you go to, to for additional support or... or Look, just a different organization. I'm, I'm already yeah. standing together with anonymous hackers. Yeah. They can find how they're doing this on our electronics. We've got to find out how they're spoofing us how they're, and how they're stealing our wealth and yeah, money. Exactly. Everybody exactly. needs money. And, they, and as Anonymous said, everything has a link. There's With technology, it never erases, no matter how clever they think they are. It never erases. Well, they're trying to. Every time I go and pull up a link or something, they've always got a line through it, like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, Morgellons. And uh, I tried to look up um, uh, Ron Gilman, and uh, they had already put a line through that. That's, that's bizarre. That is bizarre to me. So, um, yes, you're exactly correct. And, I, I, you know, um, I, if there's some way to prove that they are getting into our, our equipment. But most of us, when they get into our equipment, we just, you know, we don't know how to um, trace back where it's coming from. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out know. how to do it. And then some of us that don't have many assets, which has opened my eyes to, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of criminal. There's a lot of people that have this technology, starting with traffickers. There's a lot of black money being made. And then they, it, can, it goes, I think, in a network of immunity. And who has immunity? Cops, judges, lawyers, doctors. You see, everybody's getting it's a lot of, this is a shakedown. Everyone's getting paid too much money. So best way to break it, yes, it's a big conspiracy. And what else could bring this out? But the, I'm telling you, the, the media, if we keep forefronting like they're doing with Chicago, just keep protesting, giving out, pro- the media will come to you, and all of a sudden other organizations will join you. And, Lauren, isn't it diabolical? In your case, it's your sister's intellectual property. Amen. In my case, Amen. it's the original Exxon stocks I was supposed to inherit. So they mm-hmm. just take everything that we own, make it to where we can't 
have, you know, anything in our lives, including careers. I used to have a very nice career, and they sabotaged our whole lives. So what they're doing is they're stealing what is ours, our God-given talents, abilities, and inheritance, and then paying off people and bribing them to do this to us with our money. With our money. There's a special place in hell for these people. Oh, absolutely, because they are stealing our birthright. And actually, I don't care if I'm that's a man across the, the birthright. If birthright, that means that's already spiritual in itself. I don't care if you're a man with just one camel left and you want your son to have it. If they'll steal great wealth, they'll steal small wealth. That's right. Wealth will be stolen. And they will, and all the people they're getting to gang stalkers, they either have criminality against them, lure of money, or blackmail. So it's a cult mentality. How they indoctrinate them. The, the gang stalkers are more are more mind control than we can ever imagine. They're the hot play. Shelly, Shelly, Shelly. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Um, this is Pam. Look, have you been trying to get hold of Ron Gilman? Yeah. No. Um, I, I heard about the. Uh, yeah, I heard about it though. Oh, I don't know anything. You know. I haven't been able to talk to Ron in quite a while. Um, I know it was real bad for him, and he had his daughter come back, and they infected her, I guess. I don't know, but he's, you know, it's it's just bad. Yes. So I, I was just hoping some good things. Um, the Rutherford Institute, Pete Centilli is full of shit. I'm sorry, but he is. The Rutherford Institute, I got a hold of them, and I got a denial letter as well. And Pete Centilli said, oh, well, you just didn't say the right thing. Baloney. You know, I blow him off. He's just, he's a disc jockey, and that's it. Okay? And the other thing, Robert Duncan's book has a segment in it, in the first one, about the FBI. And he says they are no help to us because they do not have, and this kind of got me when he said it, or writes it, they do not have the equipment to do, um, you know, to find, you know, find this technology that does this to us. Read his book. It says it in the first part. Um, the first book, the how to tame a demon. The other thing, what was I going to say? Oh, my God. Is in the meeting, I'm wondering how many idiots walked in with cell phones in there? How many did that? And then increase the waves, too. Mm. That's a good Not observation. Now, they didn't learn anything from Edward Snowden. For God's sakes, I was hoping that... Derek, some of them have gotten smart enough now to say, leave the cell phones in the cars, something. And I'll bet you they got in. I'll bet. Yeah, you might be right now. You might be right. You, you might know, have to- I mean, mm-hmm. I, wondered, I wondered that when we were down in Tucson and I got attacked so bad. Uh, the first thing I looked at is we all had cell phones. Yeah, so I was sitting there thinking about it because I kept saying that to Bev, writing down, going, you know, should we? I wonder about my cell phone or something like that. So when I saw Hall walk in, you know, and here he's got his smartphone and everything right in his hands, I'm like, okay, well, 
if you don't give a shit, then I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know, that's the way I pick it. Yeah. But I'm, you know, I I don't know. I just I hope for better things. I know I got. I don't know about you down there, but I got attacked real bad today. You know, and uh, I unbelievably attacked this morning. Uh, to, uh, I don't even like to talk about it because, uh, you know, that's another um, thing. Yeah. People are, you know, but, are, you know. Uh, um, I don't, I'm not gaming. I'm talking about it. The other thing is, is I think these people that are getting in on the lines talking to you, they're already getting into it. They've messed with my cell phones, my computers. I don't give a shit. I know I've, you know, my phone's showing up. I have viruses, blah, blah, blah. That's how they're getting in. And I don't think that you can even detect them on your, whatever you do, your side. So don't feel bad if you can't find him. <laughs> that's the wow. idea. You're not supposed to. So I mean, that's just a schmuck young kid creep that's uh, talking to you. So he's probably getting paid minimum wage to do it. I'm so you know, angry, but anyway. Well, well, well it seems like uh, uh, for me, I know that they've amped it up way uh, um, uh, in, uh, incredible, but. Um, Moving forward, okay, I'm going to unmute as we go along. Thank you, Pam. Yes, please read that in the book from Duncan because he says opposite. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, hi, Florida, welcome. Hello, I unmuted Florida, are you there? Hey, this is Beth. Um, I just wanted to put out there a few things. Now, the FBI will investigate it, but you need to put it through the right department. Anything that's technological, yeah, you're right. You can't just call the regular FBI. It needs to go through IC3. And that, you can, you can send them complaints online. Um, EFF is someplace I'm going to, once we get all of the information together, EFF is Electronic Frontier Front, um, Foundation. They are the ones that have been nailing the government on all of the stuff with as far as Patriot Act, uh, Pfizer, as far as uh, AT&T, what they've been doing, uh, and Google's been doing. They are an organization that's out of Washington, D.C. They're a bunch of attorneys. They know what's going on. They have lawsuits left and right with the United States government. But it needs to be, we need to make sure we have all our ducks in a row before that happens. Um, there are some people, um, the Boston Globe, for instance, they're the ones that broke the scandal with the priests up in Massachusetts. And um, they can be contacted. I know somebody here um, that her name is Melanie Snow here in Florida. Um, and the other thing is I think a good idea is to take the law, and I'm going to do this, take the law that Putin wrote back in 2000 and I'm going to I'm going to make an American law based off of that and I'm going to go up to Tallahassee and Florida is notorious for any type of laws that especially if it's if it's somebody if it's a kid if it's a senior citizen when it comes to torture and and things of that nature they are terrific with passing laws but <clears throat> it's got to be written the right way um in order for them to do that. And so we'll take a look at what Putin wrote, and and this will be on a federal level. Um, we'll see if we can't get it pushed through. And I have 
a couple of people's ears in Washington. I've been up there a few times and sat down over some uh, child molestation laws, uh, prevention of uh, child abuse, and I think I may be able to talk to them about this. It's possible. Um, And I don't want anybody to take any negativity away from this call at all. It's we can do it. We've gotten this far, and there's nothing, there's no roadblocks that can ever stand in our way. Never. So, and also, um, I wrote an article for a paper, and it was published. And I'm going to see if uh, it's made the paper here in Florida. And I'm going to, once we get all the documentation together, um, I'll see if, if they'll publish another one. So there are things that we can do. There are open doors. It's just everything has to be done the right way and, and projected out there the right way about the group and about what, what's happening. And it all has to be factual. And it, can, it has to be provable um, as far as, as that it is happening. And we do have proof to back it up. Um, so it's, I mean, we can do it. There are avenues. Yes, thank you very much for that positivism. I think that is important to do. And I, what your suggestions were right on. Um, you're on the right track for sure. We're looking at see what Putin's up to and all that. Yeah. Thank Hello, you. Kelly? Hi. Hi, this is Kate in Massachusetts. Hey, Kate. Hi. Um, I just wanted to say that um, I think with the passing of Ron Gilman, I mean, it gives you pause to think about what we're losing, you know. I talk, because I'm on the buddy list, I talk to a lot of people every week, and um, some of the people's stories are so tragic. And I think that it's so important for us all to realize the importance of coming together and to act. Um, I think too many TIs have become complacent. They're in agony. They constantly tell me they're in agony. But when it comes to actual action, we can't get anyone to do anything. Right. Uh, Recently, Carla and I had um, done weekly um, talk shoes on the common rule. And we had, you know, quite a few people that did attend the meetings. However, one night we were invited on one of Neil's calls to um, explain the common rule. And he just did a poll and he asked everyone, he said, how many people do we have on the call tonight? And it was about 60. And how many people were going to submit comments? Four. So it's extremely disappointing when important things are just ignored. The common rule is affecting everyone, but especially targeted people, because the CIA and many other agencies, um, they don't want uh, to have to um, abide by informed consent. And now they are at the precipice of actually changing the law. And once that law is changed, Anyone can be experimented on, and they don't have to answer to anyone. And the, in general, it's not just targeted people. The whole population is just so passive. Uh, I just the other day listened to uh, two former senators 
um, they wrote a book together. I actually don't remember the name of the book, but Trent Lott was one, and uh, Tom Daschle was the other. But one on the Democrat side, one on the Republican side, got together and wrote a book basically about how people are at extremes and they're not coming together to get anything done. This is the problem we have with all this infighting. And I just want to stress that we really need to start acting. We start. We need to start having committees that actually do something, get together, decide we're going to do, whether it be a group to call the media and call every day, not just, you know, one time, but just nonstop. Um, I think over the years I, on several occasions, called in and asked Derek to please um, have people decide that on a specific Tuesday, for example, between the 9 and 12 o'clock, that we all called a particular senator on a particular committee. I don't, there wasn't a single time that people didn't say they thought that was a good idea. But Derek didn't think it was a good idea. Now, I don't, I'm not faulting Derek about everything he's done. I, I agree that he's been a good leader in many ways. But in that particular thing, you know, my feeling, and I've repeated it over and over, is um, when Martin Luther King marched once, did he quit? No. He just kept going and going and going. He didn't say, well, that didn't work. And I just want everybody to realize, I the phone calls that I'm getting are people, for example, an attorney, you know, about to possibly lose her life. Another woman who was married to a um, military contractor, he's a hitman. She is on the run. We have to do something. This, this stuff can't be continued to be ignored. People can't be passive. Anyway, I'm getting too passionate about this and angry, so oh, I'll you quit, have every right. But, you have every, it's time that people, you know, um, stood up and 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 really, you know, help each other because uh, yeah. you you were so right about only four people responded out of sixty, and, and yeah. you know we're so we're, we're we. I mean, this, this, this is a country that has freedom, right? We yeah. have the freedom to actually take yeah. power, and and we're not. That's what's crazy. And, and um, can I just can I just interject for one second? I'm sure. from Massachusetts too, and just so you know, um, the laws to abolish the statute of limitations. I'm involved with that up in Massachusetts. And one of the things we've been working on this for ten years. The first time that we got the law, we went to we went to the state house, and we also went up to Washington D.C. And at the state house, we got a lot of pushback from the Catholic Church. The first time that we went. And everybody kept at it and at it and at it. And like you're talking about, what kept what we would do on Tuesdays and Thursdays, everybody would call whoever their representative was in their area, mm-hmm. and they would talk to their office, and, and it was every Tuesday and Thursday. Well, finally, after five years, we got the law passed. It was only, it was, let's see, we got the law passed from the age of seven uh, to the age of uh, 43. But that's still, uh, we wanted it abolished completely. So we went back at it again. We took that as a baby step. We took that and said, okay, they passed the law. So then we went back at it again, and we got it passed to the age of 55. 
so now we're back at it again to get it completely abolished. Some things, especially stuff like this, even child molestation, it's, it's people don't believe, number one, that it's happening because it's so heinous. Mm-hmm. So you have to take things yeah. like this. It, it's going to not it all like, happen at once. It's going to happen in baby steps. But right. It's not. Actually, it's not one battle. One. One. Um, right. One exactly. battle. It is an ongoing battle, and it takes step after step. Everything happens in small increments. Exactly. And um, people can't expect this stuff to happen overnight. But and you have what we can, one of the things That's we can do is we can put it on the record. That is mm-hmm. of great mm-hmm. significance because if it gets on the record, then when these people don't take action, that can be put in the faces of the media. Right, exactly. So it's not, exactly. It's, it's not a loss if you lose your first battle. It's on record. Right. And, and, okay. and, you, have, and I, you have to go, like they're doing out in California, you yeah. have to go to the local law offices or the local uh, local offices in your state and you have to do face to faces with them. Plus you have to make the phone calls. It and can can't I ask be for it. who's talking to? You... Uh, this is Beth. Beth, hi. Um you're in what part of Massachusetts? No, I'm I'm not there anymore. I'm down oh, in Florida. Okay. Oh but, okay. but I have actually flown up for the meetings and I work with the advocates up there. And when I was up there um, I went up to the state house, and I've also been to Washington D.C. Yeah. And well, I, I even worked with the Florida group, and and we got through to, um, you know, the senator's office. We got through the governor's office. Um, mm-hmm. we, we probably, as a group, got through to more places and and have the letters to prove it to this day. Right. Uh, Marco Rubio being one of them. Mm-hmm. So. Um, right. It does. It does happen if people will just do it. Right. If exactly. we're if we're until we're willing to march in the streets with banners, with our information. You know, you can't get, public, you can't march we're, in the street. You can't not, march in the street until you get the numbers. Let me finish. We need finish. the numbers. Let me finish. Let me. Um, I would really like to interject something here and have everybody understand that um, there was a lot of concern about that FFCHS was not going forward, that um, it was a bit stagnant, that things were not getting done. And then Shelly came into our community, and she is the one that lit the fire under the organization and got Derek to go in and to meet with people that were actually listening and could actually do something to help. And she is 100% genuine. She doesn't care about power. She doesn't care about money. She cares about getting this stopped and getting this exposed. So when she came in and she was able to light that fire that nobody else seemed to be able to, then that's when Derek really was moving forward with everything. And then he was uh, forming committees. He was going to form a committee um, on that Monday night call of getting people to help the genuine TIs, not the mental people, but the genuine TIs out of these hospitals. Um, and, and just so many things. Uh, Shelly herself was the one that was behind that. She's like an unsung hero in this community. And for that, she has gotten torn to shreds, chewed up, and spit out. But my point is, is that isn't it ironic that when FFCHS started going forward and getting 
all on the same page and having some togetherness and unity and love amongst the community, that's when they came in and took Derek out. And Nancy, so you have to Nancy, look at the timing. May I speak real quick? I'd like to absolutely agree with you. Uh, Shelley has lit a fire under everybody and kind of got everybody moving, including me, and I'd like to thank her for that. I'm on my way back from the meeting in L.A., or in, uh, down in Huntington Beach, and I quickly wanted to report on that, if I may. I've had the phone to my yes. head in my car for two hours, and I was kind of hoping I could speak so I could take it away from my head because I'm probably yeah, tripping my all, brain. we all went ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was, um, to be honest with you, my overall impression was <clears throat> a lot of foot dragging and a lot of hem and hawing and procedural talk. And finally, the group started speaking up and and shouting out, saying, you know, wait a minute, you know, we got this and we got that. And a lot of people were, you know, got the microphone and got to speak. Finally, it got to me, and I pointed out the elephant in the room. I said, you guys, listen. I said, if we can't get any help and we haven't been able historically to get help from the FBI and the CIA or anybody else, the one thing that everyone has negated to notice was the fact that we are the only country in the world that has absolutely no regulations over the amount of EMS that's flying through the air at any given moment. Every other country, even Kazakhstan, has uh, higher standards than we do, which is none. And I, I told them, I said, it's probably by design that we have none, and that's why we don't trust you. So I'm very sorry about that, sir, but he was hemming and hawing and dragging his feet and getting everyone agitated. I'm sorry. That was my overall impression. So I basically think that the answer to this isn't necessarily coming out about the targeting. We can all stand up and say we want regulations like every other country in the world has regulations monitoring the amount of EMS that's flying through the air at any given moment. And I'm sure it's by design that we don't have those. So that would be the fight we could start with without having to expose ourselves talking about any of our targeting or anything. You can say you're sensitive, EMS sensitive, and that's why we brought the subject up. Is that a good point or not? Very good. I thought thank I you. And thank you for lighting the fire, Shelley. You're right. It takes a little bit. Of, it takes a lot of courage to get out there and say, hell, hell with it. If they're going to take me out, they're going to take me out. I'm going to go do this. And you do it and you find out it's not as bad as you thought it was going to be. In fact, it's enriching. In fact, it's empowering. It's just getting up and doing that first step. And she's the one that lit the fire under my rear end and said, we're going to the meeting in L.A. And we went. I was embarrassed at how close it was. I thought, in my mind, it was a thousand miles away, and it was like 52 minutes away. I'm so embarrassed. But I went because she bugged me to go. So thank you, Shelly. And everybody else needs to take a piece of that information and run with it. I mean, she's given you ideas of things to do, but my idea, I think, is a good one to start with, which is getting some regulations in this country regarding if we can only limit the amount of crap that's coming through the air or have it monitored, then maybe there's somewhat hope for us. Maybe eventually this would be found out. While they're busy monitoring the other EMF, they'd go, gee, what's this aberrant signal coming around, blah, 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 which is probably why we have no regulations. So maybe we could press that point first and then insist why we don't have regulations, you know, push that point and find out, push them to admit why we don't have regulations because they're using this crap to attack us. Or somebody is and they're condoning it, whatever, however it works. I'm done. I I agree with that because then you're starting with things that people already have and should know about, like that their cell phone is emitting stuff into their brain and creating tumors and, 
You know, you're starting with the known. Every other every other country in the world acknowledges right. these as being risks, except us. Yep. We don't even acknowledge the FBI Come doesn't on, even acknowledge that radiation can cause damage. No, no, we don't. And, and and you know, if you can, that's what I'm saying. People, I started with the EMS community because I thought that's what was happening to me, and so I would tell people about their cell phones and their and their Wi-Fi and this and that, you know, that it's harmful. It's emitting these, these, these frequencies and it's harmful. And you wouldn't believe how many blank stares I got because you know what? People don't want to believe that their cell phones are doing that. If they can't even start there, I've been saying this for a year, if they can't start there, there's no way you can get them to believe that we're being targeted. Well, that's the point. You've got to get people to realize radiation can be damaging. I mean, I, I knew that being a nurse. It, it destroys, I mean, it breaks up DNA. It, it can fracture DNA. I mean, we've known that for, a, God, a century or something. So, you know, it's not, a, it's not a mystery. I mean, people should know that radiation is damaging. That's why we wear sunblock, right? Everybody knows that. Are you so, aware of the Telecommunications Act that, that says that nobody can um, stop a cell tower from going down for health? Reasons for what for health reasons? Yeah, you know what? They got all their bases covered, but it doesn't mean sure. we can't fight that. That's absurd. We can fight that. That's ridiculous. Well, yeah, oh yeah, you can. They just they just passed oh. a law in Jackson. They just passed a law in Jacksonville here in Florida. There was a whole group of parents that got together that their kids were being affected by the cell towers and the kids were getting cancer. That's, and they won, the, what, they uh, won the lawsuit. That's what Jesus Mendoza's self, uh, lawsuit was all about, cooking the children in school and knowing they were doing it and lowering the standards, the, the testing standards, to compensate, to hide the fact that they were damaging the children's brains. And that's what and his these, incredibly, incredibly brilliant lawsuit spells out. If you ever want to look at it, it's about 80 pages long. And it's incredible. It explains everything. It proves every single point that this was done with knowledge and complicity of multiple people, including judges and officials of the schools, padding their pockets with federal money. There's evidence in that lawsuit if you want to know about that, if you want to prove a point. And this isn't just one little area. This is probably global this is going on. Because I know at one point in time they were offering these grants to everybody. The federal government was offering grants, and they were very nonspecific, hundreds and thousands of dollars to states, cities, schools, municipalities, anything that had a building, they were offering a grant to do something, I don't know what, probably put up wireless. And I'm guessing it's backed by the wireless lobby. And that's who we'd be up against getting regulations put in place. So you might want to do some research on that, somebody. And they're, and they're the ones that did all the studies, the telecommunications industries. All right. Well, we need an independent person doing studies, and we have many independent scientists coming up with uh, studies, and many, many studies shown online of cells changing after they've been exposed, blah, 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 and they look like this, blah, blah, blah. I mean, there's tons and tons of, of evidence there that could be downloaded. Shelly, can I say something? Can I yeah. say something? I, I hear what everyone's saying. I liked what Pam said. This is Nathan in Tucson. I hear everyone. They, I mean, no disrespect, but don't we all think that they've got all their studies done, that they know everything? They've got every, all their dotted, they got all their T's crossed. I mean, I got hung up on when I was talking about when, until we go to the streets. It's just my humble opinion. Until we're able to walk the streets like Martin Luther King, the women's movement, the gay rights movement, Malcolm X, until we're willing to go to the streets, 
I, I believe what Pam's saying. Until the media catches on and they're not afraid to talk about it and everyone wants to get in on the story, is this thing going to, you know, bubble up to the point where, you know, we have some reprieve? And I know what they did today was an initial start, but it just to finish my thought, I was hung up on while I was talking and then my phone went dead. It wasn't the, the call. And I just really believe in my heart that those FBI, as, as professional as, as Derek said they were, I just really wonder if they just are trying to pacify us and keep us at bay, tell us what we want to hear, and, and there won't be any action done. And I hope not. I'm not trying to sabotage the footwork and all the hard work that went in today's meeting. But if we step back and look at what Dr. Duncan said in his book, I, I just I just hope we're looking at everything as 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 TIs, and I know it's scary because anytime I say anything, I, I pay the price, and I'm paying the price right now talking on this call. But I I just care so much, and I'm so passionate. I just I, I really feel like how many more years are we going to have to go through this? And I'll shut up for the rest of the night and just listen. Thank you all. Well, one one of the things you have to remember, too, is we have the website, freethetarget.com. All of this information needs to go into one repository. So if anybody has articles and stuff like that, this fellow said that he maintains this website. It's freethetarget.com. Put your articles out there. Put everything out there. He can run statistics on all of the articles that are out there. And he can actually pull reports off of it and he this is stuff that we're going to need when we go to um, like going up to Florida going up to Tallahassee and talking to them we're going to need all of that documentation Derek's going to need that out in California so if you can put all of this stuff on freethetarget.com and we can pull all of that information off of it 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 will help tremendously absolutely tremendously Thank you. I was going to say to Kate, well, let's let's try an appoint committee. Then I, I thought, I thought someone's going to interrupt, and I, you know, it just blows me away. I, I really do think we need committees uh, formed here. We hear the passion, and 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 the help. It, I, I hear ten people on the line that are willing to help, and I think there might be some more, but. I think forming a committee is, is a very important step that we can start to take media, um, you know, um, organized stalking committee, uh, even an emergency response team to help target get out of the mental institution. Uh, and, and so, okay, I'm saying it. So how do we go about forming these committees? Any ideas? Um, Shelley? Yes. This is Kate. Um, I, I think the best thing to do is is to have like a, maybe a midweek um, conference where we dedicate that particular time to people interested in being on the committees. People that really want to, or even if they submitted an email to you stating an interest, and then if there were enough people, um, you know, the committee could be formed, a meeting could be held. Good idea. I, I also want to mention. Know, I do have a, a I do have a call to action call on Wednesdays. <laughs> that I do it did want his main focus be activism. Yeah. So 
It was Dr. John Hall that had said, you know, that he thought lobbying would be a good idea. That could be very effective. It, you know, it's 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 not cost effective um, if you're not down in Washington all the time. But if we had enough members where maybe one or two were down there like at least once a month and we could rotate the people so that the cost would not be prohibitive, you know. Wow. Then we could have people across the country that, you know, at least one month out of the year were part of the committee that went into Washington. And if there are some people that are in the Washington, Virginia area, uh, I know there's been um, in the past NOLA and um, I think Millicent are down around that area. And I know they worked very hard um, with the uh, U.N. Rapporteur at one time. So I know that it can be done if people get passionate enough about taking action. Thank you. That's another great idea is uh, someone who's close to D.C. We can rotate people in and out, pass out literature, uh, lobbyists, talk it, you know, um, get into the politicians, mm-hmm. um, start passing out information. And there are That's lobby good. days. I, I believe there's lobby days for nonprofits. And my understanding is it takes place. Um, I think we it, we could actually join forces with groups, for example, like uh, um are you familiar with the group that protests every year down in um, uh, Fort Benning, Georgia? Um, no, no. Uh, the School of the Americas. They're they're the torture school down in Fort Benning, Georgia. Um, they renamed themselves Winsick, but they do have um, the School of the Americas protest every year in November. However, every April they go into Washington D.C. And I think they're not the only nonprofit that shows up in April. And there's days where these people, they just walk um, the halls and, you know, pass their literature around, get to know who's going to support, um, you know, their causes or whatever. They did get a bill passed at one time to actually get the names of the torturers that were trained released. That did happen. It took three different years of voting before it passed, but it finally passed. And tortures uh, in reference to what type of tortures? Our cause? Or, uh, these or, were or, all countries not not in, within the United States. These were all countries outside the United States and South America. Um, the School of the Americas torture um, portion of the school, um, they were trained for um, all the all the uh, ills that took place that we participated in in Central America and in South America back in the 60s, 70s, wow. and even into the 80s. Yeah, Central and, America. Yeah, and um, you know, I I ended up getting familiar with TASC, which is the TAC, uh, Torture Abolition Group, because I I actually was in Italy at one time and when I came upon a um a school actually the building of uh extraordinary rendition where they tortured people. And that's how I got involved with them. Um but I know that it's not difficult if people are just passionate enough to make sure that you have to be consistent about keeping 
going back and back and back. I mean, that's basically with anything. I mean, even if and somebody wants to sell something to someone, you have to be persistent. That's, you know, that's the right. rule of game in this world. Well, we really do need to organize something. We can sit here every every night and talk till the cows come home. Yes. But, you know, we really need to get organized. I know I know that the groups are not organized, but we can still as targets organized and uh, and move forward. To, you know, whatever we need to do and, and form committees, uh, I think is very important right now. Uh, and delegate some, uh, you know, some of the things that uh, and that that we can do at home, even you know, uh, yeah. to help. So and I also I also want to take an opportunity just to let everybody know because uh, we haven't really been talking about it that much yet, but I do want people to know that um, behind the scenes, um, Carla and I have been working on a survey to be taken by all targeted individuals and anyone who is willing to take it. Um, This survey is being done under the advice of William Benny. And um, his feeling is that because he's a cryptologist and because he's a mathematician, he feels that the answers are in the data. If we make sure that we ask the right questions, we can show similarities in many people. That information, along with any proof anyone has of um, weaponry being used, of instrumentation being used, that they um, have pictures, whatever proof they have, all that put together with the results of the survey, which he will be the one to analyze. Um, wow. Do you, have will, a, um, do you have a, an email address or anything that we you know, can send to Well, we're going to announce it when we're, when we're ready. The survey oh. is, is almost completed at this point. Um, we're going to give it to him to critique. He'll give it back to us. And our, I believe our intention is to have them do a video explaining exactly what we're going to do, how we're going to do it. We'll make that available to every group, not just in the United States, but any place in the world. And um, Magnus Olsen has actually been the one um, to meet with um, William Benny and, you know, um, agree to, and Benny agreed to, um, work with Magnus to head the whole thing up. Awesome. So our part of it is to get the survey done, get it out, <coughs> get everyone to take it, get it back to them. Of course, this is not going to happen overnight. But when it does happen with the results, they have people they believe they can go to. And these are very high up people that will take this serious. But it's it's not going to happen overnight, like I said. You know, it's going to be a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want people to know things are being done. Lots and lots of people are waking up. You know, when I first met Thomas Drake, he didn't believe any of this stuff. Two years forward, he believed it completely. So, um, it, you know, you just have to have the faith and the hope, but the action to go with it. Well, thank you for your activism. And uh, uh, I look forward to seeing what you guys put together. Yeah. And Magnus already talked before there was a breakup. Magnus had already spoken directly with um, Derek, and they agreed to work together. You know, it's not no infighting going on. We all agreed that this was for the best of of everyone, that we work 
together. That's correct. I, okay. I believe that is true. Thank you. All right. All right I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and, and unmute some more people. So um, just hang on, everybody. Hold on. I'd like you to everybody um, thank, have their hand up tonight. Welcome, Southeast Wisconsin. Hi, how is it? Hi, Kate. I hear you talking. You have some great um, new information. Thank you. I just wanted to. to um, can, can everyone hear me? You bet. Hello. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. You're I, I, I was going to suggest I'm going to Michael Moore. Also, um, he's he was uh, picketing or protesting the CDC not long ago regarding uh, vaccinations. He might be a person we can go to um, regarding um, the high radiation emissions and things like that, and then slowly uh, introduce him to the targeted individual community. Hello? Uh Uh-huh, we're still here. Oh, I'm sorry. what what do people think of that? And also forming committees, um, since different groups in different cities and different states have their own conference calls, um, can they um, each be a committee instead of having people from all over, from different parts of the country in a committee? Could could each group that has a conference call, could, can they form, be assigned Absolutely. a task? Absolutely. I think that's a great idea. I think, uh, you know, there, like Kate was saying, one meeting a week that we can all come together and, and kind of check in with each other, uh, the committees that are being formed, and, and update us and, 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 and get more information and get uh, uh, more support and, and see what kind of activism we can um, get out from it. Uh, you know, the media, absolutely. Um, the relations, our officials, um, it all needs to be, um, we, we, you know, we just need to get into action. And, each uh, conference, so. each each group in each city or, or state who has a conference call can be assigned, can Absolutely. be assigned one thing to do. I think you, you that's, know. A, that's a great idea. Um, so um, keep that. That was uh, definitely some good input to you guys. So, so thank you for that. Um, Thank you. We have to. We have to kind of. So I'd like to really kind of nail this down. Uh, you know, sometime soon, get. Uh, you know, get some kind of commitment so where we. You know, can move forward. Um, you know, so can become part of our uh, our our lives is to get. Uh, you know, involved. More involved. So um, I know that. Um, I know that Dave is doing some interesting campaigning that he's got. Hi, Dave. Welcome to the call. Hey, Shelley. How are you? I'm really good, thanks. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, I am doing some of my own activism, but I just want to chime in there and uh, echo what they said with uh, uh, Bill Binney there. For for those of you that don't know, he's an NSA cryptologist. I think he was at the executive level in the NSA, and he's been featured on uh, numerous documentaries. You can see him on uh, the United States of Secrets, which is a two-part episode that PBS's Frontline uh, posted. That's on online. You can watch that for free. And I, I just want to say that's that's a path that's a victory path right there. He's he's asking for these, you know, he's heard about targeted individuals, and he's asking for uh, uh, basically to fill out a questionnaire. And what that's going to do is it's going to make him feel comfortable talking about the topic. If he has, you know, a thousand or, or fifteen hundred of these surveys filled out, he's going to, you know, it's just going to raise his comfort level 
uh, when he, he's talking about targeting issues. So I just really encourage people to to take that seriously. That he's he's a guy that can that can move the move this issue into the public light, and that's a that's a, a great way to to do activism. Has, any, um, has anyone been in contact with Vinny, or is this just come, something that uh, um, some other people have put together? You guys are working on. Can you tell us a little bit more about a survey? Type of survey it is. Are you talking to um, to you, Kate? What I just yeah um, yeah. Well, you know, basically, uh, Carla and I have been working on the questions, and um, you know, it takes a while because you know we we put questions down, and then we um, give it a couple of days rest and come back and see what we think of it. So it's it's been quite an effort, you know, because we want to make sure that we think of everything. Um, and it's not always easy because sometimes it's hard to formulate them. So it's it's been a real task. But um, would watching the um, uh, would watching the testimonies at the bioethics commission help? Because there were so many similarities between everybody's testimony. You know, I, I probably should go back over those again. But um, I think we did get most of the questions yesterday. I had a, um, a brief meeting with the New England group, and just talking about it. Um, I I had you know just said wait oh that's a good um, thing we haven't added to the um, survey yet you know so stuff comes to us as we're discussing things so um, it's very helpful um, and there's a couple of people especially with the V2K questions we really want to get very specific because that's so important to uh, be able to identify something that people say we have no proof of you know. So um, we're doing our best, uh, you know. Um, it's incredible. There's a couple people that how, have how agreed to review it for us that, you know, obviously can probably do a, uh, our good critiquers. So, um, you know, I think that it's it's coming along. I can't tell you a whole lot more. Um, we're just so grateful that um, Bill Benny has decided to help us. And I Thank first you, talked to him in 2012, and he didn't really know, you know, he didn't know anything about it. But then he started, because of him being out there, so many people were walking up to him. That yeah, the next I, time I, I talked to him. Thank you so him, much for, for making that contact. Because, you know, I, I look at that, and I just, that's a winner to me. If you can yeah, by, I mean, it, it was if just If you can a, explain it to him in a way that he understands. And, yep. I mean, there's something like 50 books on this topic. I mean, there's, yeah, there's, he, sub, there's substance to this. He's um, worked very closely with, um, I don't know if you're familiar with um, the Wheel of Freedom show that is in Connecticut. Yeah, I have. I think it's out of, where is it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I watch. And and Phil Phil does a great job, and they've gotten very tight with him. And, um, you know, um, Phil and I actually started working together just because he uh, was looking for speakers, and it just... You know, it just was. Uh, I feel like a blessing from God. You know, so just, yeah, it's it, it, it's great how these things have, have come together. Yeah, yeah, well, it's like a domino effect, and yeah, and that's get, really get the way we all have to look at this. This is a domino effect. Every little thing we do leads to more, and that's why we have to be hopeful. Any other questions about that? I mean, I really don't have a lot to tell you other than I've told you at this point. 
Does he discuss how the operation actually works, how they tar- uh, the actual targeting? No, because, I mean, he, like I said, he did not have any knowledge uh, of this particular part. Well, that's part. what I, um, I've yeah. had 45 years of experience, so I think there should be a committee on um, the actual methodologies, the sniper ambush part of it, you know, how they get you close to the weaponry, how they move in and, you know, all the aspects. I don't know about apartment living, but I do know about the uh, neighborhood stuff and then and all the med- a lot of the medical uh, operations. That's yeah, I mean, it, it, there's certainly similarities that so many people go through. And, you know, as Bill says, it's it's really like the Stasi system. So if you look at the old Stasi system, it follows it like a mirror. Um, right, except they get close and... Yeah, they. What was that movie? That Stasi movie, The Lives of Others. Um, the Lives of Others. It's a German movie at the end of the Berlin Wall. Oh, I don't know if I know that one. Hmm. It's good. They move into the top of the house, but it doesn't talk about the burning. It just it's just about embarrassment and dirty stories and the whole yeah. you know the whole. Is that something work. that you can get on like Netflix or something? Yeah, yeah, no, no, and you have to, no, it's not. So it was for a couple weeks a year, maybe, but uh, no, it's not. um, Yeah, you can get it on uh, disc, but it's not. They're not uh, playing it for free on the eight (laughs) dollars. Yeah, isn't it interesting to watch what they, how they set up in the neighborhoods? I, I just moved into my house about a year and a half ago, and they were prepared for me to be here. And it's it's interesting that you know twenty houses went up for sale um, within a few months, and how they all the grant money that comes into the communities for pe- you know for people to do this uh, community harassment program in COINTELPRO, they it it kind of stays within their little fa- their little family. You know the police officers get paid extra for remodeling this person's home because they're going to help with the stalking or the spying and and the you know it, it just the money just rot it just stays in the community and the community just rots you can just watch the houses with tons of cars around them and the streets dug up and you get a, a lily generator put in the street in front of you and it's, it's just incredible that, that sounds very similar to my friend mary in connecticut who has witnessed the same thing in her neighborhood yep you know, one it's, particular house where cars were nonstop, like just loaded into the driveway for, mm-hmm. a, I think, a, a couple of years, she said. And then they finally sold the house off to somebody. But um, And they yeah. use them just for um, launching attacks into the neighbor. They'll, they won't really live there. They'll just no. say they no. own it. And then a, then a trigger man will come in, pull a few boards off a fence, and burn into the yard. <laughs> That, That's there's right. all kinds of little things they do. I mean, it's uh, incredible. Bring in, also, they'll get they'll get county weapons from, you know, whether it's FEMA or whatever that go down it for earthquakes, and they'll use those as weapons. Uh, mm-hmm. But mostly, it's yeah, it's uh, like a fire. It makes a like a firecracker noise. Like it goes boom. And they did that to me in Mexico, right at the border when I was coming back. And uh, anyway, that's just one of them. And you know, a big noise weapon, and it it heats you up in about two, you know, two or three minutes. You're hot. 
But uh, yeah, it's just a stocking, and uh, you know, I don't. The cell phones were voluntarily. You can when you buy your cell phone, you can look at what they're producing. You know what I mean? It has a little pamphlet, and if it goes over that production of energy with a meter, you should be able to sue the company. So, you know, wow. you can't be calling the police to check your cell phone. Jesus right. Well, wouldn't it be nice though, if we could call the police, you know? Not really, uh, if, because... If, if, these... the, if, the, if, the, if it becomes you know, against regulations, then I think, you know, Karen had a good point of, um, you, you know, trying to uh, get regulations. Well, on. you do a complete lawsuit. You have you have the, the person that stole it to you, and they have to back up what their corporation said, and if you're metering it at a different level and it said the maximum is this and you're getting that, then, um, you know, that's, that's, that's enough for a lot. You have to do it yourself, and that's where we've been dumped down. We we don't know how to get our claims in for um, harm from misrepresent, you know, fraud. I was telling Kate to, to, today, I called her, I watched a documentary on HBO called Dark Web, and people in Sweden were voluntarily being microchipped with the RFID chip, and there was an application on a cell phone that would read the serial number of the microchip. So they, the they were, dog ones that read the dog things are only like $30. You can get them online. The dog chip. This was an application for a cell phone, and then he was scanning, held the cell phone up to her, the chip she just had put in her hand, and it gave her the her ID number. It, it was just incredible to how they're using it to get into their houses now, into into work for paying for things. It, it's it, it was a documentary of the the small group of researchers saying why should large corporations make all the money doing this we're going to do it ourselves but they had the same little rfid chip that we all see pictures of the size well, of a grain of any that went into that was recently at the european um tables uh they were looking for a chairperson to be voted in i think kate you you uh sent this uh uh youtube or what they had recorded it and it talks about the dark web and that 50% um, are the private contractors are slided in um, under, and, you know, getting away with this technology. And he was there to try and stop. They called it, oh, I forgot the name of the, what it was called, um, energy or the big something. But um, I don't know if anybody had a chance. It was in the newsletter uh, to look at that. But, um, you know, so... That's a big part of our problem is the technology with these private contractors and these data collections uh, on the dark web and how they're getting it through like fiber optics and, and um, the um, you know through our um, telecommunications. As, uh, they gave a website called DangerousThings.com, and they said that uh, people looking at the internet regularly wouldn't know to look for that because it's part of the dark web. It's a web page in the dark web. So if anyone wants to look up dangerousthings.com about this technology, it's it, it that's even more proof of, uh, they even said it could be abused. You know, th- this, these are good things, but it, it's also bad. So. Double-edged sword, exactly. Okay, um, Massachusetts, I'm uh, 
Hello, Massachusetts. Welcome to the call. Hello? Hi. 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 Um, I wanted to um, speak to Kate, but I was muted. Um, the, um, I'm the, right here. Um, I'm right here. Oh, the survey. The survey, right? Um, I I just wanted to remind you that our names were going to be protected, that we were all going to get a number. Oh, that's right. I, I'm glad that you mentioned that, Zillian. Um I know a lot of people are very afraid of having their name attached to this. And, you know, when we spoke to uh, William Benny, we definitely agreed that we could set up a system whereby um, when the survey gets done, we hope to do it online. Um, there will be other ways to do it if people can't do it online. But um, basically they would go into a web page. They would get um, a number assigned to them. Then they would go back in and they would actually do the survey under a number. So the name would never be connected to the data. Um, the, I think the only time we would, and we would keep, we decided we are not going to keep the cross-reference list on a database. It will never be on any electronic database. So, um, you know, if we ever needed to put the names and the numbers back together, we would only do it based on people's permission if we ever were able to get enough information to to take this to a court. So, in fact, we would we would never look at it ourselves. It's it's we feel that's private information. Thank you for considering that. You guys have uh, gone and gone, you know checks and balances here. Thank you for that. Uh, I'm sure people appreciate that, checking our privacy. So I um I am in, um intrigued by it. I I'd like to see what you guys are doing, but I have to I guess I'll have to wait. So, um, but thank you for your activism, for sure. sure. Yeah, let's continue here. Um, hi, welcome North Georgia. Hello, North Georgia. I want to get through to some people that have been waiting. I apologize. I like Massachusetts. I do want to get everybody a chance here. Hi, welcome North and Central Orange County. Hi, Shelley. Um, hi. I, hi. I just came on the call and I was uh, hearing some hearing the conversation about William Benny, but I didn't hear the part about who he was, and did I hear that right, that he's looking for speakers? Um, Kate, you want to answer that? Um, who he is? Um, yes. William Benny was a cryptologist with the NSA, and okay. um, he actually ended up having um, 6,000 people, um, analysts, under him because they ended up assigning mm-hmm. him as the world cryptologist because the United States has relationships with other countries. All the uh-huh. data goes through other countries. If you go to the eucash.org website, mm-hmm. 
you can click on the conferences that took place in Brussels and in Berlin. The mm-hmm. 2014 conference William Benny spoke at. He gives you a great understanding of how data moves around. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. He did, but as I said, he did not know about this particular use of um, the information. But obviously, they've even Robert Duncan explained that. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, his whole thing was he had um, there were two systems originally. He had a system that um, he had come up with that protected all citizens of the United States. When the Bush administration came in in 9/11, um, before 9/11 even happened, they had taken all the protections off. They right. had made agreements with telephone companies, mm-hmm. and um, he found out. Actually, there is a really wonderful video if you really want to know what he's all about. He's one of the most brilliant people I've ever talked to. Okay. Um, I think it's called Hope and Tragedy. If you look up. Um, the Future of Freedom interview of William Benny uh, by a guy that runs, I think it's, he's, I don't know if you call it his, uh, it's not a YouTube, I don't think, but it's called Hope and Tragedy. Um, he does very good interviews. This guy is brilliant, too. Um, okay. That is a two-and-a-half-hour video. And, okay. you know, I'd, I'd advise anyone to sit down and listen to it in increments. You will learn more about what happened in this country prior to 9-11 and after if you watch that video. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, he also worked with Kirk Whibby, and Kirk is our other advisor. Kirk's um, forte is uh, in um, electronics. He's also a Russian language um, NSA, um, you know, agent as well, um, okay. and and he he was part of Bill's team. I see. And um, their boss Ed, if I think if you even go back to um, Frontline, you'll see um, their boss interviewed. You'll see Diane Rourke from the Senate Intelligence Committee interviewed. Um, it all tells a a real story of what went on prior to and after 9-11. It's probably the best education I'll ever have of, of what happened. Right. Okay, is that frontline.org? Um, you know what? I don't know. I just would Google frontline oh. interviews with William Benny, oh, Kirk Whibby, um, Ed, um, I'm forgetting Ed's last name now. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, on TV. Um, but... Um, and Diane Rourke, mm-hmm. um, yes, and even Thomas Drake. I mean, Thomas Drake's interviews are very good too. You'll gain a lot from listening to his, okay. um, because a lot of people don't understand exactly what the CIA has done. Um, they violated the Constitution, and mm-hmm. Bill Benny was brilliant with the way he handled them, um, and. They basically, if you look at the way they operated, they operated like a bunch of thugs. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, in the situation with Thomas Drake, they basically made him bankrupt. However, 
um, you know, I think Bill was in a, a better position. He was getting close to retirement. So mm-hmm. he took retirement um, when he saw what they were doing to the Constitution. But he, um, they all have a lawsuit going on right now, I'm sure some of you know, um, um, regarding what the Justice Department did in violation of the Constitution. Mm. Thanks, Jay. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, any more questions? Um, I'm okay. I'm just opening up. Hi, California. Welcome to the call. Oh, hello, Shelley. How are you? How are you? How's everyone? Hi right there. Um, I was at the conference, being in in California here today, and um, I came away with the impression. Um, that the FBI were there um, to get a feeling um, um, that they were there to get a feeling on, you know, where we were, exactly like where we were and where we're going. Like they had an idea, but they wanted to confirm how accurate their documentation or records were. That's what I got. And that's, they were just there to, um, you know, just to get an idea of where we were at and compare it with their notes. That's what I, that, that's what I came across because there, there were supposed to be three of them and um, there was only one uh, that was um, uh, chairing, uh, chairing it and there was one supervisor away by the wall. I was right up him and he was taking all notes and documenting everything where the other person was doing all the talking and answering questions you know and the other guy was um, so, uh, taking all the I, I suppose answering all the questions that, that were in, abe- in obe- abeyance that they had so I really felt that they were really there and um, um, 80% uh, to find out the uh, you know what the parts they are missing you know just just to just basically to compare their records with where we're at you know so they went along and um, you know they, um, they certainly would get a, a feeling from that meeting and um, so so the the person who did the talking uh, you know was going back to you know um, you know the rules and regulations so that you know that we could make complaints or you know know where to go and everything like that and everybody kind of started booing you know at that stage and uh, they said you know um, we have questions we want answers you know uh, to our particular needs at this time and, you know, uh, and to kind of, you know, instead of dancing around the daisies, you know, give us a direct route, you know, who, what, when, and where. And um, he didn't get that. So they didn't get that information. But I think they got more information, certainly, than we did. I'd say they got a, a, a 80% and we got the 20 you know. So they they certainly um, uh, achieved their objective, but uh, we we just got crumbs. But I tell you, there was one activist there, one one lady, and she was saying, well, "Why are you wasting your time with these people? They tell you they waltz around the daisy time and time again. Get with it. Let's cut, get to the streets, and let's get to be activists like Martin Luther King." And I I related to that really and truly. Um, it's really at the stage, you know, get the numbers from wherever they come in from, for wherever they crawl out, and take to the streets and get get the word out. Out, you know, in 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 as many numbers as you can, you know. So so th- sorry for taking up so much time. That's my input here. That's my penny's worth for what it's worth. So very thank powerful. You very much for thank you. Thank you for that. Very powerful I, I, and very good. Um, 
you know, um, no, it just slipped my mind. Interpretation Shelly, of, Shelly, of, Shelly, I yeah. also felt it. I'm, I'm an empath, and um, I'm, uh, I'm very spiritual, and I'm an, an empath. So words don't mean anything to me. When people are saying the words, I'm actually going in on their energy level, my energy on their level, and I know when it, it, it yeah, I know when they're, I know when it's off court when the energy goes, uh, you know, goes too far up. You know, you know when it gets high, and when it's nice and, and you know, when it's nice and uh, moderate, it means they're not lying or. Or whatever you know, there's no variance, you know, in the energy. But when the energy starts getting um, high or low, or the frequency starts changing, um, I know that this there's more behind this, you know, than there is. And that's that's the energy that I got, you know. That there's much more, you know. It it's the, nobody's going anywhere here, you know. And and why? Because the and I answer that question because they were there just to find to compare their notes. With, with with ours and to see where we were and where we were going so that they could, um, you know, get their programs in order, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it's Whatever powerful because you know, you're not only asking, asking for help and asking for uh, questions to be answered, you're letting them know, you know, we're ready to take this to the street, you know. Oh, that's uh, what that lady, that lady incited it and, um, and then they all went around taking taking the, the notes of anybody who wanted to, to join, you know, an activist group to take to the streets and get our, get the word out. And I have to agree with her that they, um, it's just dancing, or they, they're just dancing around the roses and I, I then, I agreed with her and then I did my homework there. Yes, they're just here to see where, where we're going in. Until we hit the the streets, there will be no reprieve. Yeah, well, that's it. Listen, you know, there's no point in us being here and, and, you know, I being targeted and you being targeted. And, you know, they're bringing in all the, uh, you know, the the homeowners associations and everything. Like, they they have us covered. Um, You you know, I do something on the Internet and suddenly I get all these inquiries. Within five minutes, within two or three minutes, I get all these, uh, maybe I'm going to refine, or not refine, maybe I'm looking for um, a better loan for my car or whatever, something like that. And, Within minutes, I'm bombarded, you know? Uh, so there is no privacy in your home between the homeowners association or the, the, you know, the snoops they have here, whoever they bought, you know, in, this, in, in the community, you know, over to their side and giving them some money or whatever for doing it. There is, it's really, um, the big brother is watching you, you know, 1984 or whatever. So, so, so um, really and truly, uh, I, I don't, I, I, I that's that's what I came came away with, and I was there, and I empathized. It wasn't just the words from us and them. I also could empathize with with what they were saying, and um, and then I asked the question, where are they going? These these two guys. There were supposed to be three guys turning up to help us. Only one was there, and the other was there taking all the notes. So there was only two guys. And I said, I said, what the hell are these two uh, here? And and we can all look up on the internet and find out the rules and regulations that this guy is quoting to us better, you know, on the internet and so on. And then, you know, I empathized and that's what I came up with. They they have their own information and they just came to confirm where, we, where we're at so and to modify, you know, what, what information they have. And that's why they were there. Not, not for our gain, for their own. Keep their records up to date. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Did it, did it seem like they were gathering information to see how much of the technology that they know about that is out there, how much was in the room? 
Um, I, you know, your guess is as good as mine, and uh, you know, any, anybody on this call would also have their guess. And I think we're all right. But at that particular meeting, and, and you know, and, and empathizing with you know us and them, uh, really and truly, I came over. I said, well, why are the two of them here? Uh, you know, quoting all these rules and regulations, and we, we can go in and uh, the internet, and we can we can uh, find out ourselves. They're just placating us. Now, why would they, two gentlemen, on a Saturday? Day. You know, it's not it's not it's not Monday to, to Friday. You know, when it's a government place. I said, why would two uh, gentlemen from the FBI give up their time and come along here uh, today? And um, uh, what you may call it, uh, uh, you know, to try and help us. No, the only people they were trying to help is go back and then have more information, maybe get a rise, maybe get a recommendation or so on and so forth, because they they came along to find out where we were and where you know right. where we were going to compare with their own notes and bring them yeah, up to yeah, date and, and get a rise and get a raise. That's what those those two are doing there. Two independent entrepreneurs. Yeah. Oh my God! They weren't in. They weren't there to take care of us in any manner, shape, or form. But what did come out of it was the lady. Listen, she said, "Why are you asking these people? It was just running you around the daisies. You've been around them fifty times or whatever. Why are you going to get tired of them and and you know and, you know placating you?" I said, "It's now time to take to the roads, take to the streets, and get our message out." And uh, so that came out of it. And um, there was um, a couple of people went around taking names names uh, that would join the group they, that would take to the road to uh, to to support um taking to the road to get our, our message out and everybody was signing it so we came out winning i finish thank you thank you for your activism thank you thanks shelly i'm finished carry on you guys no thank you very much for the update and uh Value insight, and uh, I think it's time. Yeah. We came out winning. We came out winning. If like Martin Luther King, you know, I had a dream. You know, and um, uh, what you call it? If we if we take out to the streets and with our dream, I'm telling you, and keep at it. You know, you have to follow up and keep at it. I I I think like Martin Luther King. I agree. It 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 it'll it'll take off. It'll take, the people that don't know what's happening them. I mean, I, I was about a year. I didn't know what was happening, you know, till I fell into freedom from covert harassment and, and surveillance. But it'll bring a lot of people to us because there are people who don't know what's happening, and that and the light bulb will go on, you know, when you take to the when you take to the streets and nobody is there to uh, you know to defame us. We're there. We have we have the message, you know, and um, and they can come and speak to us. Uh, uh, so, so I think we we won on that on that vein alone. We 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 um, we, you know, we we've got we've got. We, we, it's where we need to go now. It, it it somebody came out and said it. It's where it's what we need to do now to get more uh, people that uh, that don't know about it. They, they're they're key eyes, but they don't know. And when we take to the streets, the message gets out. The message gets out. People, when the people march in the streets, particularly in America, they're, they're noticed because it doesn't happen very often. You know, the so you know we've won many, many civil rights, and you know we we you know we have a fairly uh, good established um, you know uh, system. 
but but so it will be it will be extraordinary um, in in the U.S. system for the for the citizens to take to the to the uh, to the streets. It will really hit the news. It really will. And the people that don't know what's happening to them uh, will certainly uh, a lot of them will get the light bulb on, and we'll have more numbers very fast. I, I rest my case. I, I, so this is this is this is what I came away with. I share it with you, my brothers and my sisters, and um, and, and it, so it's all good. It's all good. But we're getting there slowly but surely. But it, it we're getting there. So you know, that's it. Anna, Anna, can I add something to the targeting? That maybe it would be good to go into the Muslim community too, because they're going to be targeted. Uh, you know, I was at a Muslim place not too long ago and was targeted. So, um, you know, we should do it on a multicultural level. And, um, yeah, the, CIA, the FBI has perfected a lot of this targeting. So, that, like, um, I forget your name, but... Bernie, you know, short, short for Bernadette. Bernie, yeah. Bernie. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, they, they perfected said, it they, and they yeah. want to know how, how keen we are on their operations. And... Uh, Maybe those people weren't in on it that came there, you know, that they were deliberately ones that weren't in on the targeting. Right. uh, They said a very interesting thing. Somebody asked, well, you know, what groups are you targeting? How did you start off? And and he said with um, with the Catholics. And he, two religions, and another one I, I can't remember. Like, um, well, and the FBI is Catholic and Mormon. I think it's like ninety percent. Well, um, well, they Catholic said they start start off with the Catholics and like the and 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 what is it? The something is, and and <clears throat> and. Well, they're targeting. The, they're going to target people like the Muslims to see if they can get a Manchurian candidate, somebody that they can. Scapegoat, you know, like they did. They did mention it after the other two, the something and the the and the angelic angelic it's or something. Even the very one, thanks, sweetheart, thank you, and the Catholics, and and then they mentioned what you're saying. They mentioned uh, the Muslims and what, the other one you mentioned. Yes, mm-hmm. they did. Well, the Hindus In, and and there, the Ramallah has a great website. She's a, a Hindu, coming from the Hindu tradition, so. Um, they're called covert, covert assault satyagraha, which means the power of truth. And mm-hmm. you know she has most of the targeting in there, how it's done, but except for the medical. And the medical is the um, FBI perfection. They perfected um, the medical hit. Mm-hmm. And that's where they'll finish you off. You know after you <laughs> go in. After I I have medical in Europe. I think I'll head to Europe. <laughs> I'm from Ireland, you know, but uh, certainly so. So I got the it came away. I was right. The um, religion it plays a big part in in who's been talking. Yes, right. that was the number one, wasn't it? The number one group was uh, evangelicals and yes, Christians. yes, indeed it was. And, and then Catholics yeah. next. Yeah, and well, then I, and then the more the Mormons and the the other one you mentioned the um well, the, the Muslims are and the Muslims the, yeah. are the um FBI. Yeah. They comprise the FBI. That's why they went after the Seventh Day Adventists in Waco. Those were mm-hmm. Mormons killing off uh, the uh you know, Seventh Day Adventists, telling them mm-hmm. not to go into those um splinter groups. 
you know, no. Bernie, Bernie, I got a question for you. Are you still there? Yes, I am, hon. Yes. Hi, this is Nathan in Tucson. Did anyone from um, the meeting today for the I'm the one with the, re- the red hair with the, the blue Angora polar no, jumper. I wasn't but, there, ma'am. I oh, wasn't there. Okay. I was in Tucson, okay. but I'm just wondering if any of the TIs uh, suggested to the FBI that we should take to the streets, that we should have a cause for action like Martin Luther King or like the women's movement or the gay rights um, movement. One woman, yeah. she said it before. I've heard her. I've heard her on uh, Derek's um, uh, uh, um, what was show s- s- several, several times. Everybody, everybody agreed. Everybody agreed. And they went what around the taking the response. What was their comment? They didn't, they didn't say anything. As I said, there was only yeah. two of them. The one taking you know, it's, it's almost yeah. like we showed our entire hand in a poker yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they showed they, and they, they showed had nothing. a blank face. They had a blank right. face. Yeah, they didn't show their we hand. Didn't get any, listen, we, we didn't get hand. anywhere. We didn't get anywhere here. Oh. They're, they're going to take it. To, you know, the, it was. Yeah. They didn't. They thought that they would get. They placate us, but uh, but in the end, uh, they ins- uh, the the woman incited us to all put our names and our contact information on a sheet of paper, uh, vis-a-vis, um, um, get you know, getting get uh, taken to the streets. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I I had a little bit different take on things on how it looked to me. Oh, I'm sure you were saying sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, um anyway, it just looked to me like somebody pulled the plug on it that um somebody in the FBI pulled the plug on it. Because yeah, the meeting was supposed to go on till four, and and everybody yeah. was cut short. Derek, everybody, everybody was yeah. cut short. Yeah, yeah, well, and yeah they also did. Yeah, one yeah. agent only showed up and, um, you know, uh, did the presentation himself. Yeah. So there were some people missing, and um, usually it just looked to me like that was another part of the FBI stepping in saying, you know, this is our program and we're not going to allow you to open up about it. So what you're going to do is just do what we always do. And um, it came from the top down kind of thing. We were just there to placate us, to go through the motions, you know. And uh, that's all. Exactly. And what they say is, you know, just quote policy. This is yes, what the, the, I mean, yes, it's the rules and regulations. Yeah. Control the noise. Control the noise. Yeah. All the information, yeah, that he gave was on the website. It was all off the website. Yes. So you can look um, it up yourself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the only thing I can say about it, having um, been involved in situations that were similar to this before, is you get the rug pulled out from underneath you. And somebody um, that has control says, you know, all we're going to talk about is what's on the website, what is public knowledge, what, you know, anybody can look up and get that information. So do the best you can do because we know that people are going to be excited about this. And, um, well, that's why I say they didn't say anything. They just kept on quoting their rules and regulations. Yeah. And, yeah, and, go, and you can look them up, you know. You start there. That's what they were telling. Yeah. So, so we yeah. knew that information from before. Sure, everybody that was there knew, knew yeah. that. And, and, and they said, sure, we tried that. It didn't get us anywhere. They were yeah. they were prepped by their legal team before they even got in there yeah. from probably many hours. Yeah. 
on what to say and what uh, you not know, to I say. Don't, I doubt that even. It just looked to me like nobody was prepped for anything. They just said, here's the, you know, go by the information from the website. Yeah, that's yeah, all they were starting releasing yeah. is what's yeah. on the website. So yeah. I, to be honest with you, and I'm just giving you my opinion, yeah. and if, you know, if somebody disagrees, I'd like to hear it because, you know, I – that doesn't mean I'm right, but it just what it looked like to me was. No, you're right. I I concur with you. That's why no, I said no I was wondering. I was wondering why they were there, and then the you know the the because I asked most. I felt you know I put my energy yeah. out, and that I said they wanted to know exactly where we we are to you know to compare with they, our notes. I think they already knew that too. Yeah, I don't well, think there was that me. much to it. Yeah, I really was, don't. Well, listen, but but wasn't it strange that they came on a Saturday? They're they're definitely Monday to Friday. No, so I, no, you, you no, don't think so? No, 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 no. no mm. because people that do community relations, mm-hmm. they work on the weekends when the public yeah, is not at work. Okay. So anybody in the government, um, my experience has been that the public speaker, they're used to that kind of thing. They're used to having to do a seminar or a conference at night having to do it on the weekend, because that's when the public's available. So, you know, having well, something... Well, as I said, as I said, you know, it, 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 there wasn't much to it. In, but that no, woman, no. That, that woman that no. was saying, let's take to the streets, like Martin Luther King, let's take to, to the streets, and then they sent around the, the, um, the paper to, you know, put your name and your telephone, your contact information on. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and it, it did set them off, you know, to... Mm-hmm. to she said, yeah. the, this is the same story. They, they don't do this all the time. Leave the, leave the FBI go away and all the other agencies take to the streets like Martin Luther King so we came away inspired I'd like to ask your opinion on this because um, I had a girlfriend who was very very active Mm -hmm. and uh, a leader in the um, pro-life movement and she was involved in demonstrations she's no longer with us but she was involved in demonstrations, and um, per, per, she did a lot of preparation videos. They did conferences in Washington, D.C., in a big march, pro-life march in Washington, D.C. The Catholics do it every year. I think it's in January. They have a pro-life march in Washington, D.C. So at any rate, she belonged to an evangelical group who did it around the same time the Catholics were. And mm-hmm. she prepared um, a video presentation on the unborn infant. I mean, she went through a lot and mm-hmm. um, became very prominent in that movement. I went one time only, and there was um, a protest at abortion clinics and a march. Mm-hmm. It was like a three- or four-day weekend conference. And like I said, it was, I think Sunday is the day that the Catholics have their pro-life march. Mm-hmm. Well, that was back in the day. I can't even remember when it was. I'm guessing it was in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't see where people were getting arrested. I was there. I saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't part of the protest. And as far as being involved in the march, she was kind of a political figure at the time, so we didn't really get involved. But there were people that, you know, and the Catholics have a really big one. And I say mm-hmm. all that to say um, things are worse than ever in the abortion clinic arena and arena literally 
And uh, as far as selling body parts and all these, uh, you know, stem cell research, it, it's taken to a new level. So when I decided, um, I was definitely a pro-life person, I thought, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I was questioned by the other side, not in a nasty, negative way, in a very legitimate way about um, certain aspects of, you know, all right, I agree with pro-life, I agree with all that, but what do we do about these certain situations? Nothing mm-hmm. got resolved. From all the marches, all the marches the Catholics have done, a big show of support, washing, marching in Washington, D.C. every year. And then, you know, the, the, what I participated in was the biggest pro-life evangelical um, march that there's ever been before and after. And I can't see where it accomplished. And that was a cause unlike ours that people don't really understand or know about and requires a lot of education. Mm-hmm. Pro-life doesn't require that much education. So anyway, and it was on the news, and, you know, uh, the Catholics are on the news every year when they do their march. So, and this is, they, they've been doing this every year for, I don't know, probably 20-something, 30 years maybe, the Catholics. So I cannot see, if I could see, actually, and me being there as an eyewitness, um, I can't see where anything came out of that. The um, Planned Parenthood's worse than ever. They have more power than ever. They have more money than ever. They're selling body parts now. It's escalated. Right. I, I think to, that uh, just 100 people showing up, I think, is is uh, progression. Um, I think that uh, if we can stay on this path. Excuse me. Are you? Uh, I'm sorry. Are you a pro-lifer? You know, I was, and what happened? Oh, okay. Well, the reason what the happened? reason why it hasn't worked is because women still have free choice. That's why that didn't work. We're talking about civil rights, gay rights, and women's rights. Obviously, that hasn't worked because uh, women still have a right to choose. So why would that? Why would pro-life work? It hasn't worked. The marches haven't worked. They well, haven't stopped Planned Parenthood no, because we have a right to choose. Let's not move into debate or discussion about pro-life. I, I, I just wanted, to, I just wanted yeah. to clarify yeah. the difference between yeah. between uh, civil rights, gay rights, women's right to vote, women's rights, and that's an entirely different situation. They can keep well, marching because, and they're not uh, going to win. I know everything is controversial that's being marched about. Everything is controversial. Nobody is, everyone is not going to agree on gay rights as far as gay marriage. Everybody's not going to agree. That's right. So it's the same thing. Thank you. I'm going to allow some other, I'm going to unmute some other people. So um, um, just keep on that note. And I think I'm just going to open it up here pretty soon to open discussion. And you guys can just, hi, uh, North Central Texas. Welcome. Yeah, hi. Uh, on the the I I I don't really have a lot to say. I've just been listening in, but uh, there's a lot to be said for people who have the enough incentive and enough power and drive to get out there and do things like uh, put banners up. Uh, I've done some of this myself, and 
I've painted the back of my window of my p- pickup truck, and it uh, it has a message that says this: FFCHS is the place to find out about targeting and uh, things that that people do by way of message through banners. Getting out there and and voicing your opinions is good uh, through verbal statements in front of a group, uh, but to to put a message on your vehicle, we get we get uh, gang stalked, vehicular gang stalking on a constant basis. Fight back with your car. And, and put messages on your car with magnetic signs on on the door. When you don't want the message being uh, introduced and to draw attention to yourself and to take a break from it occasionally, take that magnet off and put it on the seat of your car and go into the shopping center and, and do your shopping. And then when you're leaving, take that magnet back out on the door and, and – uh, Go about your business about the way that you do your messaging. And uh, banners are one heck of a way to get the message out. Bumper stickers, T-shirts. And uh, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Yeah. Another great avenue for um, getting our word out. I think any t- any type of, uh, uh, you know, uh, campaigning of any sort, whether it be, uh, flyer or magnetics or um, you know rallies or or just passing out literature. Um, it's very it's powerful. It's what we need to be doing. It, it, you would, know, I can't stress it enough. And and thank you for. Uh, would the for group being be interested? Would the group be interested in groups? Uh, the, the, we've we've had a little bit of a problem tonight on uh, going to the streets, but hanging banners from bridges on occasion. They did That's it for right. the, That's right. uh, for, they did it uh for the the uh sniper guy, uh Chris Kyle. There were there were ba- uh, patriotic banners all over the place for that guy. Well I'm I'm down here in Dallas and, and uh it, that was en route and there was at least twenty five or thirty banners. Hanging from bridges. From from uh, the people that do this are snipers, and they do think that they're doing good by getting rid of people because they're misinformed through COINTELPRO. But yeah, just you just yeah. triggered something when you talked about sniper because it is a sniper ambush operation. Yes, it is. And, uh, if you don't know the effects of ELF. But you're never going to catch on to it because it does something to the brain itself. It turn, I think a lot of the V2K is triggered by the ELF by malformation of the nerve tissue <coughs> curling back yes. on itself. So mm-hmm. And, and you know what? What that guy was saying about the bumper stickers, what you need to do is get a catchy phrase. Put it, do it as, do it as uh, like um, something that will stick to your car. If it's catchy enough, people will take it because they'll want it, and then they'll stick it on their car. Yes. I agree. 
I agree. I mean, and, look at how uh, many people uh, are doing, uh, already uh, doing activism. So uh, it's, it's the key. It's the it, it's a really, in my opinion, our, our only way out. And, uh, um, you know, I mean, how powerful uh, is a, a banner over a bridge? How powerful is a sign at, uh, during rush hour uh, on intersections, the main intersection, or, or over um, a bridge during uh, rush hour traffic? I mean, all these things. Uh, and that doesn't take very much, you know. You don't have to explain to people uh, if you've got a banner or if you're, uh, you know, uh, well, you might have to answer some questions if you have a rally sign, but uh, or some kind of a, a, you know, some kind of advertisement. That but, you know, but, but gang stalking is a symptom of mental illness too, because <laughs> it's a part of well, the, uh, the paranoia. Of course, it, it does. The, it, it creates post-traumatic stress. It does. It create, and and in the brain creates it's a coping mechanism absolutely so uh, you know being aware of that um, you know because still doesn't stop us from uh, sending out a message it still shouldn't stop us from participating and getting our issues heard so um, thank you for your activism uh, can I, I say a few more words sure, you this is a, yes uh, the other thing that I have done, I've attended city hall meetings here in Haltom City. They'll only give you here in Haltom City three minutes to speak. But I, I did my homework. I got a, uh, the words together that I wanted to say. And I, I said some amazing things. I handed out uh, little flyers that I printed off of our <laughs> we have a printer here on, connected to our computer, and I got some information from websites, and I handed those out at the end of my speech, and uh, they were listening. They didn't interrupt me. They didn't ask me to sit down, and they do do that. They'll, they'll cut you off if they feel that it's inappropriate or that they're not interested. We don't go there. Uh, the, the, they they were attentive and uh, kind, and uh, I never got a, a response. I asked them to, if they had any questions, and I did put my phone number on the flyer that I handed out, and, and that meeting had at least 35 people in there. And I and I had a, a lengthy conversation after it was over with a, a 32nd degree Mason. And he was asking me questions. I'm done. Huh. Yeah. That's really good. Well, that was good work. I mean, if we, you know, I want to be sitting somewhere, we'd, uh, and that's, uh, that's our only way out, you guys. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, I just unmuted Northeast New York. Hi, welcome to the call. Hello, Northeast New York. Okay, I'm going to do a real quick and then you guys, oh, here we go. Um, let's see here. Hi, Oregon. Welcome to the call. Hello, Oregon. Hello, South California. Welcome to the call. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Fine. 
I think uh, everything that the guy mentioned a minute ago is good along with street campaigning because it's international and also local, and we all share the same thing. I think it'll work. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you for that, too. Uh, it just takes a little effort. Uh, they don't want us to come together. And, and they they really do some, you know, great wacky things when we try to come together. But there's there's no reason why we can't start to organize committees and start to organize maybe even within our cities. Uh, California, mm-hmm. uh, uh, wow. United States and international. We should all campaign on a, maybe three days a week. Mm-hmm. Just let each other know when we're going to do it. Here's here's an idea: is to uh, you know messages in the snow, crop circles type messages. I can't think of a better way to get a message out to people. It, it takes years for pilots to get their licenses to fly an airplane, and they're very intellectual people, and they can see the ground quite clearly. And uh, to just work a message together in the snow, write a message by walking across the snow, uh, use some coloring. Uh, and spray it with the, uh, you know, the sprayers that you do insecticide with. Put some food coloring in that, and and write a message in the snow with it. I'm done. Yes, and I, and I think when people know that this abuse is also to animals, that would wake up a lot of dead people, for sure. Crop circles. <laughs> you can write some messages out in the field of wheat. <laughs> no, we don't want to have an alien interpretive, but I do like where you're going with uh, creative campaigning. Yeah. I do like Yeah, yeah. Uh, an yeah. open field, a flat field with, with just smooth, fresh snow, fresh fallen snow, and get that uh, food coloring out there on that snow. Absolutely. Okay, and again, abuse to animals would get people stirred up also because they are affected. That is correct, they are. And I just pulled up a uh, PMC um, article. I went into the PMC and I just put um, RMN, Remote Neural Monitoring, or RNM um, 2016. I wanted to see what their current uh, working on. And they had animals in there, loud and clear. Um, so publishers, publishers Med, um, you can get into a classic view somehow, and you can pull up and you can put any search in there you want. Um, I have found some, wow, incredible studies that they have done, proven documentation of the, uh, what these guys are doing uh, to us through the eyes and the senses and remote neuromonitoring and brain-computer interface um, animals. I mean, wow. So, um, yeah. And they're they're giving out grants right now for this type of a study. Uh, so um, let me see here. Hi, West Pennsylvania. Welcome. Hi, Shelley. It's Helena. Hey. Hi. <laughs> I want to 
I wanted to comment that you spent an inordinate amount of time on activism, and I recall in our past moderator, um, I won't mention any names, but I think his name was Derek, he spent an inordinate amount of time talking people out of standing on a street corner, uh, handing out leaflets. I just love you. I mean, God love you. I mean, that's it. That's all I have to say. You're just well, I mean, I think it's well, our only again, way out. Some you. people have different ideas of how um, how you know, they go about things, but I, you know, I, I, I think thank you for that. The majority of us in here are, are I mean, you know, are, have worked hard. A lot of us have worked hard on. Shelley, when I asked to be unmuted, that is the only thing I find, found fault with in Derek, really, because he was a good organizer. I don't know how much he, money he took. I really don't care. If he took a lot, then the IRS is going to have his ass. I don't care. It's not my issue. But the only thing, I, whenever he did unmute me, I would say to him, you know, you just spent 20 minutes trying to discourage that person from handing out flyers at the corner instead of saying, oh, what day are you doing it? Okay, well, make sure you call before you leave, and make sure you call when you get back home, because we will make sure you're safe and not in some mental hospital because oh, you're passing out. Oh, oh. So that's Thank all you. you need to do, Derek. And, of course, he went on, he muted me, and then went on to discourage the person from passing out flyers. So uh, I'm going to self-mute myself right now. Yeah, but I no, think I think great. That, okay. that so we was have some good input. Very yeah. good. Yeah, Derek had some nice flyers. He sent me some, oh, yeah. and I passed. Yeah, he I passed them out, and people were very receptive to them. Yeah, there was. Uh, I've done. I've done flyer distribution too, and uh, they are receptive. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, even the security guards and the police. You know, they don't care. Okay. You know, they look at it. Uh, uh, they are uh, very explanatory and. Uh, you know, and they're, they're um, professionally done, and they they talk about symptoms, and it talks about um, mm-hmm. the yeah, secret crime. Uh, very educational, yeah. Right, absolutely. The information that we would have displayed on the computer screen to transfer over to your printer uh, through FSCHS would be amazing for us to have a condensed version and something that they can read within five or six minutes and uh, to attend city hall meetings. Don't be fearful. Get up there, speak your piece, and then hand out the flyers. Yeah, I mean, if I had the courage to get on a bullhorn, I'd be doing the same thing. I mean, that's how passionate we really should be. uh, I've done my share of that. I've been on a bullhorn many times at, at you, the Monsanto at the Monsanto rallies at Ron Paul rallies. Uh, they would say, "Does anybody have any further comments like that?" And I would raise my hand, and they were taking names. There were people with binoculars and, and profilers, uh, guys in black, guys dressed up in black, in the crowd, and. <laughs> Uh, so you do what you do. Wow. Well, it sounds like you definitely need to be on one of our committees. What's your name? I, I've heard your voice before. Mark Williams. That's right. Don't you you you're on on Facebook quite a bit, don't you? I don't go on Facebook. Oh, uh, okay. But but I, I, I like to think of myself as as a hardcore. 
Well, we definitely need hardcore right now, hard, you know, as far as activism goes. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think it's, uh, uh, we should be focusing more on, on getting um, the word out. And, you know, we can go to the bioethics. I think that's powerful. I think any anything that we can do to get our, our, um, our issues heard. Uh, because here's, not here's, here's a thought. Yeah. On on the uh, food coloring and the insect sprayers, uh, to write the messages in the snow, go out there with a video cam camera and record it and post it on I don't know YouTube it and Google. Google YouTube, whatever it is. I do a lot of Googling and YouTube watching these videos. And for somebody to do that and post it, and uh, if you, the part of the message would read, if you read this up there in the air, post this. And, and they'll fly over, video, video record what they just flew over and read, and, uh, or somebody, one of our members may have a plane and fly over and see the look down and see, wow, that's uh, something different. I've never heard of this before. And I think there's some kids out there that can do graffiti legally. Even with a, a drone, a hover drone. And that's inexpensive. That you can get a, a camera on a drone, raise it up, record the the message there in the snow, or or like I said earlier, some some farmer may have a fresh field of of wheat, and do some messages with the same technique they use in crop circles. I'm done. And it reminded me of a. Um, I wrote, watched a documentary a couple months ago called uh, uh, "Race to Extinction." It was on the Discovery Channel. You can go to YouTube and pull it up. Um, they had very uh, unique way of um, getting their message out to the uh, public. It was uh, uh, save the oceans. Uh, it was peace, Greenpeace, um, but a small group of people that got together. And uh, what they did was they. They used animation on buildings, um, so they were doing um, videos on on buildings. But it was an animated video, and it literally stopped uh, stopped traffic. And uh, it, it was in Times Square <laughs> nearby. It so very powerful, yeah. So, and uh, very uh, interesting how they approached. Uh, wow, I mean, all they say we're saving the whales, and uh, I mean, you know, our message is is more powerful is because of this a lot of the frequencies they've been experimenting on I think it's caused uh, our sea life to end up on the shores as my as part of my belief systems but uh, so if you get a chance to watch uh, racing extinction race to extinction I really um, encourage you to watch it as far as getting some ideas and, and uh, getting motivated and uh, in that movie drone it's on Netflix it they put the, the the pictures of children, they had a big printer and they put the children that had been murdered on top of the houses where the other children were and, and the living children that were living in the houses and uh, so that the drone operators would uh, see 
that children lived there because you know, they killed, you know, Obama killed hundreds and hundreds of children, you know, from uh, signing the drone uh, death list, you know, for people in Waziristan. You could, it's called drone on, and there there's a group of drone operators now that have defected and you know admitted guilt to this operation. And those people would would be good to contact too, because they're having their their bank accounts frozen right now, and uh, they're being targeted. So we might look into that. They're on, you know, Amy Goodman's show, and and they were they were in the United Nations, you know, admitting to one of them was to killing, you know, to doing this operation. They were he was telling how they backed them up and laughed and high fived after they killed families and. You know, whole for the, wedding parties and you name it. I mean, just to put it in in uh, thought and for the record, uh, helium-filled advertisement balloons that are motorized—they're very effective. They—they they, you can even put hang lights off of them that message. And they're not that expensive. They're not. You can get a helium balloon. That it looks like uh, the MetLife with the Snoopy dog uh, cartoon peanuts character of Snoopy. MetLife blimps, and they're not that big. They're they're rather small. They'll fit in the back end of a bobtail truck. But they're very effective around uh, stadiums and amusement parks and stuff like that. Huh. Wow, that's a super idea. That'd be a, a good super way to idea. put the money, you know, that they collect from FFCH into a balloon and then have somebody drive out and, you know, just... And launch it and out. fly it around and, and get the permits to do the flying. And uh, yeah, you can see think, think tank, think tank, think tank. But you can do it over your home up to 400 feet up, right? Oh yeah. I know they did that with balloons when uh, Jerry Brown was spraying Southern California with for the Medfly with Malathion, which <laughs> that's what they're using. They're also, the perps do use that clear gel. I I don't know if it's. Uh, Shellfish toxin from red tide or what, but they've been doing this for good God decades and decades. You know, yeah. the perps have this. You know, they they put it all over the mailboxes here, all over my house. And, There's you know, tethering. Been... There there are balloons that you can tether, and they're a lot cheaper. And you I, could uh, hang you could hang a banner from a tethered balloon. Think about that, how cheap that would be. Oh, yeah. yeah. It would be very cheap. Yeah, you'd have to buy a tank of hydrogen and, and, a, and a balloon. A double-sided, two banners, two banners back-to-back, and raise it up with a balloon near an amusement park and tether it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, how many amusement parks are here in this country? I think we, I think if we handed out literature, like if people were on their way out from the from the amusement parks, I think that would yes, be, if yes, we could that get, would. If we could get a booth, you know, it could be a combination uh, of those two. 
uh, a combination you know, of those two ideas. Yeah, you know, the balloons and yeah. people standing around. They're the exits and the entrances, I mean, and, we, and you know, hand out hand out flyers. We have to get into action. It's, we can we can talk to uh, all these wonderful things, but we really we really should be getting into action. Seriously, um, it's time for us. Time. Um, I um, Central Coastal California. You were, you had your hand up. Do you have any update about the California uh, meeting, or would you like to say some more about the SBI meeting? Um, no, I just want to make sure that we mention uh, animals and children that are being affected. Well, it's funny that you should mention that, but first I want to mention about the balloons. Be careful before you spend the money on the balloons. Mm-hmm. Here in Pittsburgh, they passed uh, Some of the other state stadiums have passed laws that you can't have drones or anything flying over them because they were recording the events, and also they were afraid that they would have IEDs or something on on them, that they would be a hazard. So before you start floating stuff up there, make sure that you're allowed. Don't spend the money. Oh, David, definitely check out the laws. The the FFA and the the other people might have to make restrictions against it. Yeah, don't go spending money without checking first what, what you're allowed. Yeah, they're great ideas, but with everybody being so uptight about so many things, there might already be laws passed on on things like that. A booth is great. Handing out flyers at an exit is great. Um, you know, go without a purse and backpack so that the, when they frisk you, they don't find anything. <laughs> um, but animals, I one of my um, documentation pieces, a huge chunk of it is that they're burning my chickens' breasts. They actually have burns on them. Their feet are burned. They're cooking them. I call it cooking them on the hoof. And, you know, there's oh, yeah. always photo op and video daytime, and I turn, turn them upside down. They don't like it. But I document, document, document. And since they know that I do this and I need a lot of light, my video camera is not that good, I'm sitting outside on my stoop doing it. I find that they're being left alone, and and their feathers are growing back. I also spent two hundred dollars, hundred and eighty-seven or something like that. Now that I, I just had another thought. Can I finish mine first? Sure, sure. Okay, I took mine, my chickens to the veterinarian, um, Dr. Bennett, up here, up just above um, the turnpike on Route Eight. And I spent almost two hundred dollars on four chickens to say I don't know what's going on with them. So because I didn't, I mean, I couldn't imagine that someone would be hurting, burning chickens in their own home, in their, you know, they're bigger than a canary, but they're still in my house, and they're being burned. And they're certainly not, I've heard people say, oh, they have our DNA, they're tracking our DNA. Well, you know, my toes don't have different DNA than what it is in my butthole or in my fingers, because... (laughs) Very precise at fitting various parts of my body and various chickens. They don't can't do it together because the beams would cancel them each other out. But this is radio frequency through wall technology, and they certainly did didn't get my toes DNA and my butthole DNA being different, and therefore it's DNA targeting. That's the ridiculous thing I've ever heard. 
And they definitely a see-through wall. Look at MIT's website. They can tell your heart rate. Or they can tell a three-month-old baby's heart rate with a 99% accuracy through wall radio frequency technology. They can pick up your breath, a three-month-old breath, baby's breath rate, sleeping, not crying at the top of their lungs, but gently sleeping, where you don't even know as a mother whether they're you know, still breathing or not. And they can pick that up, 99% accuracy through wall. So this is fundamentally, they know where you are, and I find that they glam on. They latch on to a particular part of my body so that if I'm moving from the couch to the kitchen to upstairs, it follows me at that particular part of the body. And I think that that's not to have to take the time to find me, find us. Because I hear people using that terminology all the time. They seem to want to, you know. Is this Linda? This is Helena. It, Helena. It, if it, they seem to, people seem to say, you know, maybe I'm without pain for a certain amount of time until they quote find me. Well, I'm finding that these people, and this is local law enforcement here for me, so I can't go to the. Oh, Jack Nicholson. Beat that brat with a baseball bat. Eat her, eat her. Oh, look, it's what's his name. Karen, mute yourself. You have your mic open. <laughs> anyway, that's all I have to say. It, it's through wall technology, and they can see you. They can see you, whatever you're doing. And anyway, hey Kelly, what's happening? Hey, how are you? Kelly? Yeah, hi. How are you? Hey, what's happening? Not much. Just got back from work. Listen, um, I found a really good. Uh, I found a really good association. It's international. It's got yeah, got like 500 editors, and um, I'm willing to. Uh, I don't know, are you talking to Darlene at all? Uh, no. Oh, okay. I, I just to let everybody know, um, I officially hey, resigned. I, I was just coming up with an idea here. I just thought you two might want to get together on this one because this is, you know, mm-hmm. I think this is pretty okay. good. Well, you, uh, I'm not going to make it go. Um, that, that would be a wonderful idea if uh, you could get two words in. Um, but, you know, maybe someone else can approach, uh, you know. Uh, I just thought yeah. it would be good, you know, good you two to work on something like this. This is, I'll, I'll, um, I'll hire do we need to write it and do the presentation because this will take some work. But yeah. this is, um, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, this is Well, it. I officially resigned from the board last Sunday before, uh, due to conflict of interest. And so, um, yeah. Well, look, I'll, I'll talk to you about this later. You know, I'll yeah. talk to you next week. I'll call you, and um, we'll go through it. But um, I'll shoot it to you. And it's just, it's just something you got to handle professionally. Well, I'm and we got, you said something about a group of editors. Yeah, it's just the presentation itself would have to be written up properly and surveyed properly and looked at. You'll see what I mean. You'll see what okay. I mean. Yeah. I use it. I would use it in my. I use it. <clears throat> I use it for my business. And then I looked at it and I look and I went, Hey, I think there's a way in here. Oh, you should see all the all the doctors and and people on here. I mean, this is just phenomenal. If you could get in there and get on the website itself. Um, it would be definite. You know, you're into the the um, you know letting people know. So this is you. But like I said, it's going to take you know a professional. You'd have to hire some. You'd have to get some help. I would. I, I couldn't handle it. There's no way. In other words, if I was going to put my company on there, you know, um, I would hire a professional firm to help me with it. 
and uh, you know, and I'm willing to do that. So anyway, I'll we'll, so we'll talk next week about it. But I, I just wanted to yeah. check in. Oh yeah, so it's you, it's you. But it'd be cool, you know, it'd be cool, you know, maybe darling, be, you know, you could do something with her in a professional schematic, and it would be good. I think it would be a good thing. But um, you know, if if you're not down with that, it's not. It's fine too. I don't care. I mean, but I'll. I'm just saying, I'll. I'll. Um, I'll buy. So. If there's any artists out there that are good with uh, painting and doing signs and stuff like that, Barnes, Barn Art and Barn Signs, to do that, it's a lot cheaper. And uh, they may even let you, uh, if you if you kind of romance them, uh, the people who have the barn on a couple of three or four acres, and it's near a roadside, to put the message on the side of that barn. That's yeah, it. That's a great idea. Yeah. Especially if it's right by a little, you know, um, highway, freeway, uh-huh. you know, somewhere. Yeah. Or a wall, murals. Murals on the side of a brick building that, that's abandoned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, billboards. That's great. That is a, that is a, a good insight for us. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Not too bad we couldn't use it, you know, get away with graffiti. Um, oh, graffiti. Graffiti. Is, uh, me and my daughter tag constantly. We go out about every month or so, and we'll, we'll where there's a lot of tagging, we, we practice our tagging. We'll white out something and uh, do some, it's a little bit dangerous. But we we do it. Shit, we but you know we have our fun. Okay, so um, thanks everybody. Um, I don't know if anybody's doing a late night call. Um, we still have about an hour, and uh, if anyone is from California and would like to um, have any more thoughts about the um, FBI meeting. Derek's going to be talking about it on his Monday call, and that caller ID is 115-863-POUND. And so um, I just want to um, get more updated. Uh, he came in earlier, and that was a very powerful message about uh, him getting um, a personal contact with the FBI agent. And so um, I'd like to see the outcome of this uh, yeah, communication. Hey, Shelley. Yeah. Um, do you know who's Ron Gilman? Yeah, um, he's been um, here for a long time and he was an activist. Uh, he ran the Seattle group for quite a while. Um, right. has passed away. He passed away yesterday. Yeah, so um, the, they are making arrangements uh, right now some, and the TIs are going to go down there. He was in Ocean Shores. So, um, but uh, it he died in his sleep. I, I, and I think he died. It's a mood for the entire country to be behind mm-hmm. that monster Reagan. That's right. That's it. And uh, and we've got to. They, I mean, they're gonna. This. I mean, they're killing us. And I. I. I'm not. This is not to be played with. Uh, I don't. I, you should. They have up the up the targeting immensely. Uh, so uh, you know, they, they're warning me, but all the brain uh, man prepared itself somewhat, so maybe it wasn't such a favor. No man has the right to take another man's life. 
Hey, Shelly, is Pete Santilli in jail? I believe so, um, and the word is that they are. there are several charges against him that they, uh, um, if you can, I did, a, I researched it, and I uh, I Googled uh, Pete Santilli arrested, and I found some pretty interesting um, videos and, and his live stream up to the point where he uh, was right there um, trying to save the women and children. Um, but, of course, the FBI wasn't going to let any more um, uh, stuff get through, and then someone was already killed uh, as a result. Um, yes. So, yeah. Um, but if you do some... Um, yeah, so they, he's got a couple other charges, and uh, he might not... The, I've heard he might not get out for, uh, you know, six months or so. Not, oh, my. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We'll say prayers for him. Shelly, he wasn't part of the group that were the um, people who were trying to make this claim. He was there as a as a radio announcer. And so those people who were arrested when that one person was killed, I thought Pete Santelli was picked up a couple of days before that. And so no. that's what I have. And then secondly, whenever those pe- that one person was killed when they were going to that meeting, uh, those people didn't get bail. So I wondered the same thing because I think I thought Pete Santelli was arrested a couple, like a day or two prior to that. I, I could no, be wrong. No, he was arrested that night, the night of the same night. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and uh, if you if you find one video of his, the live stream, um, of his live stream, all up into the point, uh, you'll see where he was arrested. Uh, I'm not even sure that. It yeah. wasn't after he was out on bail, because I swear he was arrested two days prior. I do. Yeah. Oh, he well, he had another, um, like, about a week ago, they were on, on the road. Yeah. He was pulled over, right. He That's was pulled over and arrested then. Okay, so uh, I'm not totally see now. So he got out from that. He was he, he posted bail. He got out. And then now the, the new group that was arrested on that night when that guy got killed on the road when they were going to the meeting, they they were not allowed bail. They, the judge refused bail. So then, so the second arrest is the reason why Pete Santelli's still in there. Maybe he was also refused bail because of I the so. arrest group. group. And um, uh, there are two separate issues. Um, one happened um, where he, uh, close to where I think, uh, close to mid, where he's from. And this one, of course, happened in Oregon. So um, mm-hmm. uh, there were two separate issues. But yeah, they, I heard there was no bail. And it is there, federal charges. Um, I even, I think I, I can't remember the name, but the, the charges. There's no bail for him either. He wasn't no. part of that group driving to the meeting, was he? Or was um, he? he tried to get through. The, the, after the shooting, he tried to get through. He tried uh, to go so, in and yeah, while they uh-huh. were trying to come out. Right to save the women and children, but uh, you know he 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 interjected himself into that, and uh, you know you know if there's a shooting, of course they're not going to let anybody anybody else that can ruffle the feathers or start a um, uh, you know get people uh, going and and an all out shootout. Of course they're going to uh, not allow anybody over the uh, the lines of uh, no. So but he wanted to uh, he interjected himself there. Um, I, I know. Don't any women and children there they specifically I listened 
I listened to the talk talk radio, the Coast to Coast, and they talked about it extensively and interviewed people from there, and they were claiming that it was only guys. So I don't even... I heard a woman got arrested, too. Um, I had it here on the darn... I think that was a reporter, and she got out, I think. But I don't think there were any women, you know, multiple women and children. I did hear the reporter talk, the woman reporter talk, but yes, in fact, but they let her go. Um, Okay. It was just confusing. We sure need to say some prayers for Pete. Yeah, well, and for Ron Gilman and his children. uh, Yes. Sure. Um, but that, like I say, you know, uh, he suffered Z2K and suffered pain severely, like we all do. And uh, so, um, yeah, it's time. Um, that, and I'm telling you, I, you know, I, I know what you, what you guys are going through. Uh, some days you just can't seem to either. I, I mean, they are telling us with this technology. And uh, so it's time we did something about it and, and organized and really yeah do something yeah effective. Um, do you and, know? Do you know whether I talked to Ron Gilman three times? I think mm-hmm. um, he was always delightful, wonderful, and helpful. Um, he's the one that used the demagnetizer that looked like an iron that demagnetized old VCR tapes. And he suggested a method of how to demagnetize if you had something inside you. So I talked to him about that a couple of times on private phone calls. Do you know whether his family believed him or not? I don't know. But last time he came on a call, I think he was on Derek's call, and he talked about getting um, Social Security benefits because uh, he was a target. Uh, last time I talked to him was like a year ago maybe, and he was still working. And he said, Helena, I'll call you when I get home. I can't talk right now. I'm working. There's three-hour time difference. I said, okay. <laughs> and then he called me back later on. Um, yeah. He was on just a couple months ago on Derek's call before. A year ago he was still working. And he was in good humor and working. Yeah. A year and a half maybe. Something like that. All right. uh, it's a big bummer. You know, it's, it's just another, you know, watching another person fall through the cracks. And... Um, I just don't know how much, how the you know human condition can uh, can tolerate this uh, this uh, beast that we are facing. And uh, anyways, it's, um, thanks to everybody that's asking about it. Um, hello, South California. Welcome. If someone has um, something, a speaker in the background, can you please start? To- so if anybody else has any input about um, uh, California, the FBI, or San Chile, or uh, Ron, you know, just, uh... take notes throughout the rest of the yeah. Hi, this year. is Corey. <laughs> Go ahead, Corey. Well, yeah, I was trying to uh, talk earlier about the laws that are being broken, and I thought it was extremely important, but the moderator doesn't. So 
And the moderator only picked favor, favoritism candidate. Night, night, Corey. I, I'm not going to listen to the whining thing tonight, so I apologize. But um, <laughs> anyways, oh, goodness. Um, I can't believe it might everybody. So uh, anyways, um, I, I, I just, I, I can't do it. Um, okay. So, um, go ahead, uh, uh, Texas. You were saying something? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Uh, from, yeah. No, it's, uh, some, some of the things that people do and some of the things that people say, they say it with such passion and sometimes they don't have a chance to think over what it is that they're fixing to say on how it might affect people but to at least give them a chance and, and, uh, not to be short. And, uh, I've, my, I myself have been cut off many times because I'm not good with words. I'm, I'm trying to, my ideas are good. My wording really sucks. And <laughs> I apologize for that. But, uh, it, the, the, to, to be, kind and understanding because we are being affected with the way that we think and they can jam our 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 vocabulary, our our way that we speak. They can make you slur your words. Your S's, uh, they get slurred around. And uh, Dr. Duncan, Robert Duncan, he's, he's slurring his S's and I am right now I know I'm slurring, and uh, but they can they can make you stumble with your thinking and the way you deliver a message. But that's pretty much all I had to say. One of the things that I've noticed, I just unmuted myself. One of the things I've noticed is that I'm also slurring and I'm biting my tongue. Yes, biting my tongue. They make you bite your tongue. You know, well, Mark, you know what that is? What is uh, it? Because my my mouth will swell too, and that's cavitation. That's cooking your tissue. The 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 moisture content, the water content in your tissues swells. So yes. I, I find yes. that my tongue is too big for my 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 teeth, and what Karen says is wear jaw protector and, or whatever. I forget what she said. Yeah, and it makes you swell. It's, it makes it swell. Well, Mark, you must you... not have been on. Mark, you must not have been on Shelley's Wednesday night call. Uh, she had Robert Duncan on there, and he yeah. was in the hospital, and he got out, and now he speaks quite uh, eloquently. So his speech is whatever they did in the hospital corrected that. So he's doing well now. That so is probably, awesome. As long as my tongue is swollen, then I bite on my tongue, the sides of my tongue, and yes. they also target my teeth. Uh, very pinpoint. Oh, it's it, it gets it gets crazy. It gets crazy. My chickens, I noticed um, that they're picking their feathers, thinking that they're biting at fleas or bugs or whatever. It's not yeah. that. I itch too. They they I call it when I document. I have an audio diary that I keep, and I sure. you know it because I can't write fast enough. And <laughs> This is a, a VN702PC. It's an Olympus. You can lo- upload it onto your personal computer, which yeah. I haven't done yet, but that's one of the reasons I got it, and I find it to be the easiest and to find the buttons even in the dark at night whenever I'm trying to 
sleep and they wake me up and I'm just so adamant to record as many times as you know as close to 100% as possible because um, I'm ready I'm ready to go to court I think I have enough but they're picking their feathers off because they're thinking something's biting them and I describe it in my audio diary as thousands of bee stings or sometimes it's I describe it as wasp stings and sometimes I describe it as Knitting needle jabs, you know, hundreds of knitting needle jabs, so they can uh, elevate the intensity. And I'm very descriptive, you know, it's a six on a scale of ten. I'm in my bedroom, I'm, you know, privacy of my own living room. I'm sitting on the couch. I'm stirring soup on, you know, wherever, and I give it a grade, and it's a twelve on a scale of ten, you know, and I describe exactly what's going on, and I have, I'm going to make a little pouch to carry that around me because sometimes it's not around me, and then I say, remember, you have to record that. You have to make sure that you say that, that the chickens just flew across the yard and someone's making them scatter. You have to do that, and then I forget, because I'm recording ongoing. So it's it's very essential that you do very precisely record it, and it's too much to write. You said something about a, a lawsuit, or a, you were going to be in court well, I think over I some enough. of the real hardcore evidence because they're also uh, giving me citations and they're overcharging me to believe me dry financially. For me, I know exactly who it is. It's the local Aetna police, just a little community outside of Pittsburgh. I oh, have I, I, uh, let me explain something that happened a few nights ago. And I love, I love to throw my knives and I've got a knife collection, and I've got two knives that I favor for knife throwing. They've got handles. They're not knife throwers' knives. They are uh, like a bully knife with a handle on it. And I love to throw. And I was, I, I keep it in my house here. Uh, and I was. Going, uh, I woke. I was woken at around three thirty. I had to go pee. They they sleep deprived me constantly, and uh, I was going to the spot to look at my knives. I, I got the idea. Hey, if they're going to play me, I'm going to play them a little bit. And the police department is definitely in on this here in Haltom City, and I, it was like. Calling sheep. Those cop cars were going up and down the street. Uh, at least eight showed up in less than 15 minutes. At 3:30, 4 o'clock in the morning. Really? You know what? I think I break a beam, and my chickens are scared to go outside. It's been like minus six here with the wind chill, and all of a sudden today it's 48 degrees. So they're standing at the top steps of my landing between my kitchen and the basement so they hop 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 upstairs they want oh, to yeah. they just want to go outside so badly or little puppies and they just won't go past i know there's a beam there and i've yeah. got how to check for a beam i think my digital camera might be able to record it cuz the digital camera will see more than what you can with the human eye so i might be able to detect that at night um, the the uh, visual that they have on me here in this house is it's got to be very good for them to be able to see what I what it is that I'm doing. That there's a guy across the street that I don't like, and he and I uh, play cat and mouse a lot, 
and he'll do something that'll get my attention. I'll do something that that definitely ruffles his tail feathers. And uh, the police watch over him uh, very closely. He's a 32 Mason. He is a 32nd degree Mason. And I found that out. I was trying to befriend him to learn off of him. And uh, he he did something that that put a bad taste in my mouth, and I've not liked him since. And I and I'm not gonna. Uh, try to strike up a friendship with this person ever again. I I don't want him for my enemy, but it just it's cat and mouse constantly with him and the police watch over him very close. And that's what I was talking about. Is I went to look at my knives and I I thought why not play them as well as they are playing me. You're awake already. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I went and I, I fumbled around with my knives, and then I went to the window and looked out, and here they are. It was like calling sheep or cattle. Mm-hmm. And they were coming in, coming and coming and coming. Yeah, they do that to me, to me too, to intimidate me. And... Yeah, the cops. They it's don't sad. read my it's, mind. It's, it's, it's really uh, hilarious in, in a way. I resent it's beautiful. Ken Rhodes saying that they read my minds. He and I had private conversations on that. And I said, they're not reading my minds. I'm here by myself. Anything I talk about, I talk on the phone. Uh They have a stingray, and they're picking up my conversation. They're not reading my mind. I can read theirs. They're trying to get it. Oh, I definitely get mind read. And I play them them with the mind reading. I play them. My police show up all the time, too. You're breaking a beam. So am I. They've come into my house. I'm pretty sure inside of my house has beam beams. You know, when I go through my bedroom doorway, I haven't searched for them. I'm not exactly – they're spending me dry financially in other ways, so I can't go out and buy equipment to be searching yeah. beams. But I don't have any equipment for, for reading. <laughs> yeah. uh, what is your name? Helena. Selena? Helena. Uh, Helena with an A? Helena? With an H. Helena. Helena. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, is it possible to uh, get a phone number somehow? Sure. I give out my phone number all the time. You have to un- unblock your number. Hold on just a minute. Let but me write. Uh, just, people are uh, biting on their tongues. That is because it is swollen with probably m- microwave, some sort of radio frequency. And yeah. What is that? What is that number? Give it quick. Four one two. Four one two. Quick before I change my mind. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Four one two. Seven eight two. Seven eight two. Four 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 one. Awesome. Four 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 one. Yeah. Helena. Yeah. Do you want me to put you on my email list? I don't do much research now since I know what it is, so I haven't sent anything out for a little while. I used to send three or four. Yeah, emails. go ahead. And uh, the email, uh, I, I don't email. I don't get on the computer with emailing. My wife does. And the thing is. Does she believe uh, you? About this Does she? Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to put her in the hot seat. 
But she puts up with it, yes. Well, she puts up with it. She's got a son. She has a son that's in the army, and he is psyops. Wow. Yeah. So, and he and I, uh, he's got a blue steel for me, and I don't know what I did to piss him off so badly. Well, you're a stepfather. What do you think you did? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, excuse me. I'm 15 years younger than my wife. <laughs> okay, then you're same age as your stepson. I wonder what you did wrong. Almost, almost. Yeah. Like he's 40. I think he's 47. So, and I'm 61. So, yeah, he's he's got something going. You know, I I hacked him off, and every time now he had a pistol on his hip for me. I asked him, "What are you, what are you wearing the pistol for?" You really have to ask that question. You don't know. They were leaving, and and he came downstairs, and okay. they were Texas. and he had a he had his uh, thirty two semi automatic on his hip. Well, you're allowed to open carry in Texas, right? What do you have? Uh, you can now, but you got to have a permit. Oh, you have to have a permit. Yeah. Well, your stepfather, that's what you did wrong. My that's what I did wrong. I messed up his inheritance plans, I guess. I don't know what that what that fool's thinking. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. well, you'll, I don't know. I don't get the voices, thank God, but I sure am burned, and I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. I have enough evidence now. <laughs> I'm so glad I have pets and they're doing it to my pets and so much video and photographs. My that. dog. I've got a, a red healer. He's the last of three. I, I had three healers and uh, his mom's gone, his brother is gone, and now it's him. And uh, is, He's is your dog, totally blind. Oh, is your ahead. dog hurt with this? Yeah, he's got uh, open sores uh, well, here and sure there. That because I'm sorry. Make sure you document that because I will. Whenever I do make this public, you'll see how badly burned my chickens are. I mean, it's horrific. Yeah, open open spots, sores, oozing sores. Yeah, they have them right on the breastbone, right on the breastbone, and they don't. He's, He's got it there, and he's got one on. A specific leg, and I'm suspicious that he might be rubbing up against the inside of his doghouse to turn around. I'm going to try and size it a little bigger for him to get, get around inside his doghouse a little better. But uh, it, it never heals. It's been like that for three years now. Well, the only thing, I'm a nutrition nut, nut so I would suggest getting him a higher protein content dog food if you can. Um, yeah. And then that'll help maybe a little bit, but I, I mix in some uh, canned alpo. And and talk loudly out loud whenever you're photographing his sores because they'll hear you, and they'll stop hurting him because that's what they've started to do with my chickens. They're not awesome. They're that's not good. being burned as much. Like I said, they are growing their feathers back because they see me outside with them upside down. Much to my chickens' dismay, they don't like being upside down. Um, but they don't fight me. They, they're pets. And so then whenever I turn them back upside down, okay, there you go. And they just look at me like, you did that again? For- oh, 
<laughs> How many do you have? Just four. Just four. Oh, okay. There's so they're good girls, and they, do they give? Do they do they lay? Yeah, they lay eggs. Um, I found one egg, which I which I saved. It has a hole bored through it, and you can tell that it was in in utero that the egg has a hole in it, and it's yeah. not because it didn't fully develop. You can tell where the calcium had grown around there, and I saved it. I saved the shell. I did didn't want the egg to spoil because it would smell because of the hole. But right. I I saved it and I videotaped it before I cracked it and I photographed. I have a lot of photographs, a lot of evidence, ton of good. evidence. Good. All right, I'm going to mute myself. I'm going to do the same and good night to everybody. God bless everyone and uh, just keep up the think tanking. That's a, a really wonderful thing to be doing for for the cause. Whatever notes that you have, get them together and get on this program and bring them out. Bring your notes with you when you get on this phone. Good night, everybody. Take care. Does anybody know if Ken Rhodes was with Pete in Oregon? I do believe he was. I think they're still down there. Now, did Ken Rhodes get arrested like Pete? No. Uh-uh. Pete was the only one out of that group that went down. Um there were five of them, I think, that went down, Pete, Deborah, um, Ben Time Traveler, his wife, and Ken. Or Michelle. Ben and Michelle. So, yeah. Um, I think they're still down there trying to figure things out. And I heard there's only maybe four people left that are actually trying to occupy the land. So the feds cleared that out. Someone had to die, of course. Um, but... Uh, Unbelievable. Shelly, do yep. you know if they've had um, LaVoy's funeral yet or not, or when they're going to have it? Um, for the, You mean for, for the FBI or for no, uh, LaVoy? No, LaVoy, LaVoy, LaVoy or whatever his name was, that funny Burnicum. name, the guy that got shot. Do, when, yep. do you know anything about when they're going to have his funeral? I don't. Oh, well, if next time you hear from Ken... See if he knows. It would be nice to send a flowers or a card or something. Thank you. That's nice. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. Well, unfortunately, um, I, I hope that that message was, you know, uh, if anything, a message was sent uh, to the people that were following it or to the rest of the world, you know, so that, um, you know, this was an actual standoff you know, for uh, basically for our rights that have been stripped away from us. And so uh, as much as I don't like the, <laughs> the thoughts of, uh, uh, you know, people got hurt, um, I, I I hope someone, you know, I hope that the, our message is heard. Their message was heard. Um, 
Uh, let's see, Northwest Ontario, welcome to the call. Hi there. Um, I just have a question. Um, I heard conversation earlier regarding that um, you had a guest on Robert Duncan recently. Yep. Yeah. I was, oh, okay. Uh, is that interview, um, is that like on the internet, available on the internet uh, here? Just a minute. I think somehow I muted somebody that's making noises. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Is, is that interview available on the internet? Like, does it go on YouTube or anything? Yeah, you can pull it up. Um, you go into talk show and you can hear the interview. Um, it was very, it was casual, but he did answer some questions. Um, you go into talk show uh, yeah. and put in one three nine three eight one and listen to. Wednesday's recording, and uh, you'll get uh, Duncan. On, okay, uh, and, that, and that's the, is that a website, TalkShoe? Yeah, www.talkshoe.com. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, TalkShoe.com. Yeah, oh, you can hear all recorded. Yep. So you can oh, go and actually oh. hear this one, and you can uh, hear other moderators' calls that have been recorded. So you just put in their caller ID and um, in the little boxes up on top, there's two boxes up on top of TalkShoe, and then you'll be able to just go to the page that has the recordings. You just put the caller ID, so, yep. Okay, well, thank you very much. You're welcome. You. But there's other good videos on YouTube also of interviews with Duncan and Dr. Hall. Um, yeah, I recently found one from a few years ago, so I was just trying to look for something more recent, so I'll, I'll look that up for sure. Yeah, uh, recent ones, uh, well, Dr. Hall has a really good one on, um, oh, <laughs> uh, I was right there and I, I forgot it. Um, so, um, yeah, you can go into YouTube and just look for the recent, more recent ones and be, and be updated. That's a good way to to get information. There's been some talk about maybe doing a conference call, too, if we can. I'd like to see committees formed before we have a conference call uh, uh, for our family members or friends or um, loved ones to come in and listen to us talking about uh, the technology in a credible uh, way uh, and, you know, and present facts. And I think that is powerful. We can somehow organize that someday. Mm-hmm. Are you still, um, are you fairly new? Yes, um, like to the group, like how long I've been listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I well, I have been calling the line here for maybe a couple of months now, so I'm fairly new to calling this line and stuff like that. But um, I myself uh, have been a TI for almost three years now. Okay, and so you have some of the other um, talk shoe numbers and stuff, the caller ID. Yeah, I just I have on the website uh, there. So if I were looking for a certain interview from that show, I would type in their ID number and then it would bring it up. Correct. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna have some fun with this then. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, someone was asking, are you still on the call, K? 
Canada? Yep, I'm still here. Someone was in the chat room. Someone says, what are your symptoms? <laughs> you want to share My a little symptoms? bit? Uh, sure. Um, well, let's see. Um, I get V2K, which is the voices and the tinnitus. Um, I get physical pain uh, from what they claim is conductive material touching their bodies. And the physical pain can be anything from a pinprick to something burning to a sharp, sharp pain in my head. Um, I get synthetic telepathy where I can talk at the same time they're talking to me, like at the exact same time. Um, I also have visual experiences where I close my eyes and I can see them, not always in good resolution. Um, uh, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. I, so I've been able to see them, and I, I can identify some of them if I were to ever see them. That's how clear it's been. Um, I'm just, uh, I don't have a lot of information about the last part of it because I, I myself haven't had a lot of, um, luck finding information on why you would see them or how you could see over a distance or why it's not always the same when you see. I, I don't understand that part. But, um, yeah, so those are the symptoms I've gone through. And um, my I guess my personal story is I now keep to a small group of people that I talk to about it and some of my family members and friends uh, I talked about it a little bit too much over the past three years, and uh, unfortunately, I was put into the hospital because of it. So I kind of know what not to do when this happens to you. I'm pretty good at giving advice about that. <laughs> Hi. Yep. For sure. Yep. Yeah. That's one of the first oh. things I do. You know, is try to get you um, discredited. And uh, yep. Um, yeah. Very sure. Um, so, do, are you doing okay? I, I just remembered. Uh, there's a free. Uh, a Dr. Duncan has a uh, some free stuff on the internet, and you can pull up. Uh, it's it's called No Toucher No Touch Torture Report. No Touch Torture Report. That is free. Is some of the work from Robert Duncan, and then a really good video that I always recommend uh, with Dr. Hall. It's on YouTube called um, Hyperspace, and it's back in April, uh, just last year, and that's a really good video, Hyperspace, Dr. John Hall, Hyperspace. Um, so, okay, yeah. okay, I will look both of those up. Can yeah. you ever keep that, Shelley? Um, yeah, it's with uh, Dr. Duncan, the No Touch Torture Report. Free online, um, and there's another one. If you look hard enough, at Dr. Duncan is maybe it is a no touch torture, but there's some. If you just uh, Google Dr. Robert Duncan, and he's got some other free stuff there, and then Dr. Don Hall with it's called Hyperspace on YouTube. Yep. And also, um, Joe is going to open up for late night. Uh, we thank Joe for that. So the caller ID is eight nine eight. Nine nine pound. Again, that's eight nine eight 
0.99 pounds. And thanks to everybody that came in tonight. Really appreciate the support and the activism. Uh, welcome, Washington State. Hello. Um, can does anyone know the URL for um, the talk shoe that can bring up all the TI calls? Yeah, it's just www.talkshoe.com. There's a, a specific URL someone gave last night that will bring up all the TI calls. Yeah, so you have to know the room numbers. Uh, no, no, actually, this caller IDs, and that's on the website. All the different. No, this is a URL that just brought up TI calls. Okay, that's okay. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm not quite. I'm not quite understand. I'm sorry. What was it? It was supposedly um, the address to just bring up TI calls. You, d- you don't have to go around figuring out each of these. ID numbers, it would bring them all up. They oh, I I'm not familiar with that. But if you find it, let, let us know. That would be helpful. I sure will. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Oh, it looks like so fun. Maybe, I, maybe, is this, um, okay, let me pull it up here. I guess this is there is a talkshoe.com. Wow. Shelly, you might want to mention the chat grabber because a lot of the websites people mention will put it on they'll say I'll put it in the chat. And and so then the websites that people talk about are only on the chat grabber. Um it, it's not on the actual audio recording of the call which is on Talkshoe, you're correct. The chat, oh. chat Grabber.com, you can pull up the chats for the most part. I think some moderators delete certain parts of them. When they get too foul and too critical, they delete certain portions. <laughs> yeah. I understand that. Um, okay. Uh, someone said you could do a search for a TI site, but Joe put a link in here. Um, are you, you have access to the computer right now? Uh, anyway, uh, the list of live conference calls uh, is the, the HTTP comment, uh, slash slash www.talkshoe.com slash I capital A C is in Paul is in Paul, lowercase, so, oh boy. Talkshoe.com slash I, little I, capital A, lowercase P, lowercase P, slash, pound, space, home. You got that. So if I think you could just uh, put in the search of uh, conference calls, live conference calls, conference calls, TIs, live conference calls, on TalkShoe, you might be able to pull something up. So, you guys, future calls, uh, I, I would like to um, these committees that we really need to organize. And also, for accounting, I did um, find a couple of other accountants. 
There's a lot of noise. Can someone hit star six, please? Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, so when when the things do get rolling, um, I think getting an accountant is the only way to go. Um, so that we can uh, focus on moving our issues forward, and we don't have to focus on um, this nightmare repeating itself uh, with the um, question of where um, the donations are going. And thank you, Joe, for opening up the call. Again, that's 89899-POUND. And people that want to follow up with the uh, the FBI meeting uh, today will be followed up on Dirk's Monday night call. And his call number is 115863-POUND. Hi, Northeast California. Welcome. Um, I'm a little confused about where donations go. <laughs> what, what group are you with? Are, are you I'm not in the, well, I'm, I'd like to just, you know, work on bringing all the groups together on the same issues. Um, I, I wouldn't send in a dime right now. I wouldn't send in a dime to any of them right now. Uh, and so, um, more, you know, uh, and, you know, unless you're going to get children or something, you can go talk to Neil. Um, but uh, as far as the donations go, personally, I wouldn't send him a dime anywhere until we know what's going on. Well, what's the name of your group? You're hosting a site. So what? what is this site called? This is a Saturday night podcast. For what? What's the name of the... For targeted individuals, so just uh, on my issues are our, our, our activism and uh, moving our issues forward any way that we can and, and to come together on a Saturday night call and talk about solutions and talk about what we can do as a group um, to get okay, our issues so heard, talk about coping mechanisms. What's the name of your group that you're representing? I'm not really representing anyone right now. I'm representing the targeted individual. So are you the president of your No, I am not the president, nor do I want to be the president. But who is the president of the group you're representing? I don't even know anymore. So um, don't even know. Well, are you the freedom from covert harassment and surveillance? Is that you? Well, I'd like to see freedom get back on track. You know, that uh, was my whole intentions of um, how I got put into this. Uh, but, you know, through activism, I, I kind of got thrown in. But um. I would like to see FSDHS move forward, but we, they, they seem to be just going backwards. And I don't, I, you know, I, my concerns were the 800 line, uh, getting PIs help that they needed, um, educating them on our issues, getting activism together, um, and. Uh, so how did that you end up with the Freedom from Covert Harassment and Surveillance 66339 if you're not a group affiliated with any group? Well, I was affiliated, and so it got uh, 